Hunter Renfro Hunter Renfro Hunter Renfro Hunter Renfro It's uh, almost the end of January now. It's been a little while since we've last spoken. Great to uh, see you and great to have all the listeners out there on the official Ocho Bowl 2020, even though we're coming to you from 2021 podcast. This is the very, very much anticipated season review special where each of our podcast uh, viewers or listeners who happen to be the exact same nine people who are our uh, Ocho Bowl participants will be joining us to go over the big season that was. Heaney, welcome as always. Looking sharp, looking like it's a year you get married in, just judging by the haircut. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, 2021 already on the up and up <laughs> in the uh, haircut stakes. But, geez, it's going to be fascinating to uh, just get inside the mind of our of all our league members tonight. I'm looking, to a, uh, looking forward to a, definitely a particular few in the list that we've got tonight, that's for sure. And Kamish, the champ, welcome. Thanks, uh, champ. Steve. Good to be here. It's been a big off-season. Been touring around, going to small town, letting the people meet their Ocho Bowl winner. Yeah. you got to give back to the, to the common people. There's, there's rumours flying around that he's actually using his winnings to, to purchase an investment property or a, or a house. I mean, wow, we, I didn't realise what the stakes were in the Ocho Bowl. Insane numbers. Yeah, I, once I got my winnings, I immediately into GameStop and then, I mean, that looks like a plan. <laughs> it's just, just parlayed it into wow. a house deposit. Done well. <laughs> Outstanding. That's, that's, that's the sort of chess versus checkers strategy that won you the Ocho Bowl title <laughs> in the first place. So we shouldn't expect anything less. Um, now let's, let's not uh, be around the bush too much. We've, we've got a, a bustling lineup this week as we count down towards the NFL Super Bowl, which is less than a week away. Uh, so big, big, big lineup to get through tonight. So without further ado, let's jump into our first participant. Our first guest, of course, uh, the, a few times he's been on the on the podcast, always a fan favourite. I talk, of course, about Ben Colagrande. How are you, Ben? Good, mate. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Pleasure to have you on the podcast. How's your, how's your Christmas and New Year's been? You spent a bit of time just digesting the season mentally and just sort of getting yourself, building yourself back up again? Yeah, oh, look, given the, the history I've had in this league, it's, it's getting easier and easier every year. Um, just... Yep, it's another one, another one in the books, and just figure out what to do next year. Um, the uh, the draft strategy hasn't come together again. Um, tried uh, under the influence of substances. Tried sober. Tried blind drunk. Um, yeah. Substances have helped, so I think I've just got to tweak it up. Like I think next year I'm I'm just ripping meth or something beforehand, and I'm just not going to sleep for a couple of days because yeah. um, stone didn't help because that that was the that was the Peyton Hillis. Uh, pick one fiasco. 
<laughs> still blame Andrew for that, but you know, that was. Um, oh, so- and I was going to say for our listeners um, who can't actually see the visual, he's actually rocked up topless as well, which is um, pretty pretty staggering. He doesn't have a top on um, at the moment, which is a pretty good effort. So congrats, with a rig mate. like this, why would you want to cover it up? I mean, <laughs> why would you hide it? Yeah. I like it. Do you think the Do you think the substances help in the front part of the draft or the back end of the draft? Definitely in the the front part of the draft. I'm, I'm relatively <laughs> confident with my ability in the back end of the draft. I like. It's, it's, got the it sleepers on lock. It, it is hit, it, look, it, it, it is fairly hit and miss, but I know what I like. Um, and in the back part of the draft, uh, if there are rookie rookie wideouts available, mine. Every <laughs> every year, mine. Uh, I'm just waiting right. for the day that we hopefully transition to full dynasty and then you're all in trouble absolutely in trouble because yeah. <laughs> i'm ready to go well it's a good just, strategy you just have to pick the vikings uh wide receiver you've been laughing i did then i traded him yeah so ben, uh, is so for those who don't know ben's recently moved out of our house that oh. we're in together was that just a ploy for uh, next season so that you don't get done in any more trades with me? Or is it uh, <laughs> or is it a fresh home, fresh mentality for next season of the O2 Bowl? Oh, look, definitely, you know, ha- had to change up the facilities. Um, hoping this is going to give a bit of good luck because I think there's a bit of bad juju in that house. Um, just All the juju is flowing in one direction, I can tell you that. It's all just... <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, chants and seances going on in the next room. It's pretty hard to compete when you've got that sort of spiritual. To be fair, there's been two championship winning seasons inside this house <laughs> and zero in that uh, apartment building from what I'm aware of. Look, for now, but, uh, you know, <laughs> n- next season, I think it's all going to be turning around. I think I finally, I finally uh, exercised the demons and um, we'll see how we go. I just love that you, you, you've come on and you, you're talking about getting the draft strategy right, which for anyone else would be talking about wide receivers or running backs or, you know, who you're going to take in the third round or whatever. For you, it's about, right, what's going to be in my body at the time that the first pick is made? That is well focused. 100%. It is the right number of uppers and downers and <laughs> it'll see me through. Wasn't it, wasn't it Mexican or something this year? I remember just seeing you on draft night just scoffing down some food when we were sort of... Countdown was at 10 seconds. It was. um, (laughs) It was my girlfriend's birthday and I'd gone to her place to have dinner. (laughs) Um, And she was like, oh, have Mexican. Um, I'm like, all right. Or have Indian rather, actually. Um, And I'm sitting there waiting for the food. Being like, what time did you say it was going to arrive? I'm like, oh, I'll I'll have it half an hour. Food was late. And so I'm sitting there at her birthday dinner with the chat on mute, just hoovering this food down. Just smashed it down, ran upstairs, and was just like, I babe, got to go. And then spent the rest of the night in her room by myself doing the draft. So just as a, things are already looking up for next year. I've had a look, and Ben's girlfriend's Fee's birthday is on a Saturday next year. I don't think we've ever done an Ocho Ball draft on a Saturday. So, I mean, at least you're not going to have that scheduling conflict this uh, season, I think. Have you... um... Have you moved in with her? Is that where you've moved? Or... Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, so now I think that stops the argument because, oh, I live here now. So. <laughs> well, it also Pat sounds like you got something right on draft night. Like you didn't completely ruin <laughs> the night because you, you might have crashed your team, but you didn't crash your relationship at least. 
Look, considering in the past, um, she's also come second to the new Madden release. And I was like, look, we can go out for dinner or something, but new Madden's come out. Um, and so she, she still reminds me of that. I'm just, so now it's draft and the other time it was Madden. I'm like, yeah, look, it's just, an, you've got an inconvenient birthday. What can I say? <laughs> it is. That bad time of year. Um, so getting slightly back towards your team again, if, if there was one lesson you took out of this year and obviously a couple of things went wrong for you, but what was the one thing you're carrying to next year? Probably team focused. Obviously we've kind of, we've touched on the periphery type stuff. <laughs> um, my infatuation with players is my downfall. Um, I Going into that draft, it was Lamar. It was always Lamar from the jump. Um, like, <laughs> Andrew knew it. I knew it. Um, given that he, he was, oh, I probably real... knew it. The, yeah, the, I think I think most people letters did. you wrote him in the off season, <laughs> the, the AVO, all those sorts of things. Probably <laughs> hasn't stopped me though. Um, <laughs> he, he is my boy. Um, I am concerned um, moving into next year as a Clemson fan that Trevor Lawrence is going to do me in. Um, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. um, also, Deshaun Watson is a I. I love that boy, um, but Lamar's just too exciting. But T-Law, T I'm already eyeing him up, being like, well, depending where the draft position is, like, get him in the first three rounds. I can do some trades of, of some cool. picks if I have to. Look, I, I love I this boy. Say, I love him a lot. So I was going to say, um, picking that 12 and then 16 almost um, was a bit of a downfall. Well, not a downfall, but you had to take Lamar there at 16. Obviously, your next pick was 36, so you're a little bit worried that he wouldn't get back to that 36 spot. So um, I like it, though. Bite the bullet. Take your guy. you swing for the fences. Yeah. 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 I guess it's also Maybe like if you take that me, but... Lamar is the best quarterback in football again. Like, you get to give everyone shit being like, yeah, I, I knew better than everyone else. And so yeah. can we can we get a I – mean, I know it's a long, long way out, but are we talking like top first three rounds for Trevor? What are we, what are we dealing with here? First round, second round? And where do you second, want him to go? Second Ideally. at the latest. Um, at the latest. <laughs> second at the latest. Like, come on now. I love it. Just before you continue, so, this question started with what was the biggest regret? And it was, oh, taking my boy too early. Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> He's just basically come so and gone and do the exact same thing. So if you get dealt the 12, 13 turn, you almost have to take him at 13 because he's not getting, surely not getting back to you. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Like that's the risk. That's the risk. So, you know, mate, if, if I get him in the, if I get a top three pick, he's, he's a chance. So, you know. <laughs> so, sorry, where, where would you like him to go? Like what, what, um, what team? Jacksonville's probably a decent fit. Um, they're clearly going to need to start rebuilding. He's not going anywhere else, Steve. Yeah, yeah, man, there could be a trade. And and having said that, your other boy, Deshaun Watson, where do you reckon he ends up? I, funnily enough, I could actually see him going to Jacksonville, known quantity and all. Like He's clearly got incredible talent. Um, but everyone seems to be hinting at the Jets, which that'll cut me up because he'll then be shredding us and I want him to win, but not against us. Um, but I, I, I suspect the Jets, like Donald, they've ruined Donald. He was good, but I don't think he is anymore. Um, so I have a feeling he's going to end up 
the Jets. That that'd be my bet if, if I was a if I was a betting man. So so the big thing with Jacksonville um, and trading it for for Watson and the whole Lawrence thing, um, a lot of people just don't think that's feasible because they're in the same division. So you can imagine trading that pick to Houston and having to play Trevor Lawrence twice a year. And if he turns out to be unbelievable. Imagine if he busted be right. how good it would be. Yeah, 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 of course. But like you what you're getting with it, yeah. Urban Meyer, I just don't I just think they they take Trevor and move on. But there'll be it'll be exciting for him, that's for sure. They got some nice pieces, Jacksonville, on offense. Yeah, like you uh, you drafted your boy DJ Chark, he might be a nice pick next year as well. Do 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 yeah. do 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 do. He, he he did show some flashes. They just don't have any good quarterback options. Like like the 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 mustachioed wonder. Um, <laughs> like, Speaking of the mustachioed wonder, your boy Keeney, he's he's just done now, yeah. right? Is he just on the scrap heap of history? Uh, no, I think he'll. No, I don't think so. I think he's in that like territory where he's like, he'll be a backup for like six, seven years, and then he'll randomly come in for couple of games and he'll play well because like he's competent and he can throw it all right how is he how is he not better than anything washington put out on the field this year yeah it's fair oh alex smith is i like alex smith he just wherever he goes he just manages the game well and his team seems to win i don't know i think i think someone might give him a lifeline it might may not be as a starter initially yeah he's probably Um, right he's better than he's he's in the top 64 quarterbacks put it that way oh definitely I'd have him in New Orleans, no problem. Get the stash down to Nola. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd definitely fit in on Bourbon Street, I reckon. Oh, I imagine. <laughs> A few beads on his neck. Um, ben, Andrew's been just pouring over the data since the surveys went out. Um, and, and he's going to sort of just give us a few of the glimpses of some of the feedback from league members across the course of this episode. And then think at the end ultimately going to take us through what we've you know democratically decided some of the rule changes might be but just just you know put putting democracy aside for a second if you were the dictator of this league who who, who do you want to see go who do you want out <laughs> cut from the league yeah you, you can kill him if you want you're a dictator you do what you like you can like yeah, you can just maim them. You can you can make them play with you know it's, two players on their roster every week, if, like whatever if, you want. If if I got to to do it, what it is, it's a knife fight between yourself and Andrew. Oh, like, I'm not winning that. Man, he's got the reach on me. Oh, yeah, but, I, but you've, I've been you've practicing just in case you start rolling. <laughs> wait, wait, were you doing this knife fight on a hill or in some sort of? Kind of like, yeah. <laughs> No, Mario a, 64 like platform that floats in the sky like or something. Donkey Kong in uh, Donkey Kong 64. I just started rolling everywhere. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's the classic, you know, the knife in the middle of the room. Everyone stands one hand on the wall like uh, oh. dodgeball or whatever, and you both run for the knife. That's how you settle disputes. It's a good question, though, because I know, I know a league where they've got 13 players um, and the winner every year on draft night, so everyone preps for the draft, <laughs> and the winner votes someone out of the league on the night, and then they have to go. Amazing. Just, just the winner votes. Like, one, the winner just says, no, nah, you're out. Are you done? Yeah, you're yeah, out. It's just the winner. And so they've done all the research for the, the draft, draft. So you have to do all the draft prep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty brutal. Actually, would... speaking of 
Speaking of, um, sorry, this is a slight digression, but talking of your other leagues, Keeney, there was a great punishment for one of your leagues for coming last that took place yep. recently. Can you, do you want to share it with the listeners? Because I reckon this is the sort of thing that I'd be very happy to see introduced into the Ocho, something like this. Yeah. So, yeah. So the way it all came about was we'd always tried to get a punishment for the team that came last. That was a big thing in one of my leagues. And, um, like we'd, we'd been down a few different roads. Sometimes it was really expensive. Sometimes it was really embarrassing, all that sort of stuff. So eventually or so ultimately kind of never kind of got followed through. But this one was a good mix. So what happened was the loser of the league had to go and sit uh, in the pancake parlor for 24 hours. So that's basically the, the summary of what the punishment is. You have to sit in the pancake parlor for 24 hours. Now, every pancake you eat takes an hour off the clock. Um, so the strategies are endless, whether you fast the night before, you go for a big run before you get there. But either way, you're spending, you know, 24 hours minus how many pancakes you eat. So, you know, there's strategies around eat, eating a bunch of pancakes early, but then you feel crap for a certain amount of time. So our, our loser ended up um, eating 16 pancakes and was in there for eight hours. So good effort. Um, but it was certainly, it was good fun. And it, a lot of the league members came and, and um, sat with him and ate in front of him and all that sort of stuff. So it was good fun for the league as there, well. There's a live stream, wasn't there? Good punishment. Yeah, there's a live stream set up. COVID, <laughs> COVID has taught us many different skill sets that we can employ <laughs> in everyday life. Um, but it was a good punishment. Like, And the loser had to pay for all the pancakes. I think it cost him about 90 bucks. Um, but, you know, as I said, it's kind of a, it's a unique punishment that everyone can kind of enjoy and it's not, everyone can do it. So that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. Well, and Ben, who, who's your money on in the knife fight? By the way, were you just happy? To, were you happy to see us both laying in a pool of blood dead at the end? Oh no, uh, that's ideal. Um, <laughs> not going to lie, uh, because living with Andrew was hell when he was all the, <laughs> the shit talking. And Manny, if you never win another thing again, it'll be too soon. Um, but. Um, Look, I'd probably have to go with Andrew winning. Now, it pains me to say this because I never want that man to win a thing. Um, but I don't live with him anymore, so I feel like it's going to reduce somewhat the amount of shit talking that happens because he can no longer just walk halfway down the hall and just kind of shout at me. Um, whereas you're an absolute menace on the, on the WhatsApp, man. Just constant, <laughs> never ends. And seemingly random, the targets you pick. Um, which is why I think a lot of the uh, the league united around Woodsy this year. Like yeah. he's the he's truly the people's champion. Um, <laughs> Except he's not the champion, unfortunately, for Woodsy. We'll get to that <laughs> later on. <laughs> he's the champion in our hearts. Uh, would you say that the Manny uh, Andrew knife fight would be like Alien versus Predator in that whoever wins, we lose? I somehow knew you were going to say that. <laughs> huh. What about so? Just going back to the pancake challenge, who would dominate in our league? Who would who would think that'd be way too easy? Andrew or I, we would we yeah. would wreck you fools. Ben we, we, smash pancakes. Like we we would wreck you fools like seven days a week and twice on Sundays. Like I'd be out of there like, in fifteen minutes, just twenty one twenty three pancakes down. Oops, sorry, eight three too many. I lost count. <laughs> I, I reckon Fitzy would give it a nudge. He just looks no, like yeah, a man Fitzy that could probably down a pancake. <laughs> He'd wear a helmet whilst doing it, I reckon. <laughs> You'd have to get it through the grill. 
<laughs> might slow him down a bit. I reckon. Uh, he, if Dale pr- was doing it, that he Dale wouldn't buy a single pancake. He didn't want to spend the cash. No, yeah, you're right. I was going to say pre weight loss Dale. Pre weight loss Dale would do it easily. Post weight loss purse strings Dale would sit there for 24 hours drinking the free water. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a packed lunch, I reckon. <laughs> Uh, what's um so apart from kind of <laughs> assuming you're probably getting sucked into your picking your boys again next year is there any sort of other you know strategies or or things you're going to take into take into the season take into the draft no um who was it this year that it picked up was it woodsy who picked up that uh that paid subscription so i might try and leech off yeah. that <laughs> I might, I might try and leech off that details if he's the yeah, people's just, champ he'll give the login details out yeah well he, he like i'm his biggest supporter like <laughs> he would want to uplift those who you know have helped help, help, helped him out and given him words of uh advice and support defended his honor when he was called into question by your especially by yourself um yeah i, I think it's it's time that you know, Ben got his dues, and that would be a, a, a cut of this sweet, sweet paid uh, draft help action. Yeah, that's a fair call. Do, do you reckon that, um, like, the big question mark around Woodsy at the start of the year was he's never done anything in this league. As we sit here today, has he done anything in this league? Uh, I mean, getting a, into the playoff, like, I think it's yeah. You got to get there once before you can win the big. You got to know what it's about to get into the playoffs. Yeah, I I think he made the playoffs. Like he was uh he made half the teams games. make the playoffs. I mean yeah, there, <laughs> there is that. But um, I think more than anything, he he united the uh the the lower class, the, the proletariat around his cause. <laughs> um, and I think that is something that just hasn't been done before like blazing a trail yeah um, i guess it's like it's a bit like um in lame is you know those people like they really get everyone inspired they sing a lot of songs can you hear people sing yeah they, they sing but they all die on the barricade obviously and some people come later and they actually manage to actually do a french revolution not the poor schmucks that are laying dead under the you know wooden oh. chairs on the barricade but yeah that's i guess what it an analogy <laughs> So yeah, is Woodsy yeah. is Woodsy the barricade in this analogy, or what is, is he the is he the French Revolution? Woodsy's the wet flag at the very start that he <laughs> has got, to hoist up in the big uh, tunnel near the ship. Uh, I reckon he's Wood, yeah. Woodsy's the French flag with blood all over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, yeah we're, we're doing well. We're you know we're like all right, we're going to quickly sharply get through these because. Mm. We've got to get through 12 of them and we're, yeah. we're somehow going on to the French Revolution in the first sp- one. <laughs> we spent two minutes on pancakes and lay mis. Going well. Um, ben, uh, maybe maybe as we start to round it out a little bit, um, if let's put Trevor Lawrence aside. There's one player you can take next year. You can have him on your roster. Who is it? And we're definitely not moving to a two Q two Q B league. Like there's no way I'm I'm getting Lamar. Oh, and... let's assume it's the same. Let's, let's <laughs> assume it's the same. Okay. That's you got the one oh one. That's that's still pretty uh still a, a decent choice because I could that's a pretty good backup. Um but look <laughs> imagine him as a backup. We'll take my first two picks as QB, so I got a good backup. <laughs> oh look 
I actually probably think Kelsey. At a position where there's not a lot of depth um, and just points are a little bit harder to come by, it's just a lock. Like, he's not only a very good receiver, but he's a safety valve for a QB who just seems to make things happen. And if you're a safety valve for a QB who makes things happen, you tend to get the ball a lot. Like, this year, he was still very good. And I would say it was probably a down year for what we would like have expected going into the season. Um, but yeah, he just he just like all the other tight ends fell away, obviously, which made him by comparison good. Although I did see a start, I think with two weeks to go or something before he sat out a game because they didn't need to do anything. He was leading the league in what in, in yards, like including all the wide receivers. Mm. Something yeah. absurd like that. So yeah, he's a freak. It's a good call. Do you reckon you could is there yeah. any chance he goes pick one next year? No, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, Good I, question, I don't though. Think so. Like, do you think he's top five overall? I can say that. I could. I'd probably take him at five. Whoever is on the Number turn, five. if he's not gone by the turn, you take him, Kittle. Like, oh, he's, oh he's yeah, and, and, and just destroy the league if you do that. Oof, yeah, just blow everyone up. But like, he'll he'll be gone. If yeah, if I had pick six and he's still there, it's instant. Like, there's literally not a consideration. He's 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 gone. He's he's mine. Um, like I, I as pick one, I would strongly consider. It was something bad would have to happen in the off season for me to not to to not or um like something big in the running backs in the running back uh sort of area for me to consider not taking Kelsey because right now he's a front runner. Jeepers! Well, I, I can't help you get pick one. It's going to make for a very interesting year next year. Um, boys, any final questions for Ben? Your Super Bowl tip, Ben. Oh, it's the Bucks. <laughs> Brady, Funny, like it, it, it's Brady. It, you, if you bet against him, like it's 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 a bad move. Like he he, it's Brady with a defense. History shows Brady with a defense and a couple of options on offense. He makes things happen. Like I do believe that. Um, the Chiefs are a better team, but it's Brady in a Super Bowl again with a defense that is doing ridiculous things. And Evans, like a jump up and get it receiver. Um, yeah, what, one of the stars of the league. Don't know why anyone would trade him for nothing. <laughs> Cam Akers, he's going right. Just set a rookie rushing record in the playoffs. Yeah, now he gets to run behind Stafford. He throws it 50 times a game, so that'll be good. So the, question, the question is, though, if in 10 years' time we'll be looking at this and going, it's Mahomes in a Super Bowl, why would you ever pick against Mahomes? Yeah, that's I, I love it that it's Mahomes versus Brady. It's such a good yeah, like, it's, it's legacy, a history type. Because yeah. it's the... Yeah, any, any, any like wages they made, Ben? Have you made any wages at this point? No, Um I'm still having a look. Uh, I, I'm definitely a couple of shots deep in the morning and just banging yeah. out. Love as, that. As I'm feeling it out. Um, doing it sober just isn't, it's it's not my jam. You've got to have a little bit of stuff in the system. Safe to say there'll be a bit of Bucks action though, coming your way. Oh, yeah. Love that. I'm looking forward to I think it'll be a mixed crowd, which is good. Usually there seems to be one real yeah. favorite, but I feel like this can be a bit of a mix of two, which is which is what we want. How many more Super Bowls do you think 
Kansas can have before they become the big bad of the league? Mm. They're just too exciting. I think they get like three extras to the Patriots because the Pats Pats weren't a team that puts up 50 at, you know, for fun. They don't cheat to get there. (laughs) They they pump the balls up. I agree, but it's just... History says that this happens all the time. Like, there's a lot of team for, for mine, like, Richmond play a really exciting brand of footy, but people hate them now because they keep winning. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just happens in sport. Like, I, I, I agree. Do. I think if they, they win this year and next year. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because they play that way. <laughs> but um, if, if, they, if they win the next two, I, I can see that happening. Or even next year. If they win this year and won two in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah, two, two in a row. row you, you I think it's going to play as well. Like, if they play, um, like, the Bucks again next year, people will probably still pro Kansas City, but if they play like a, I'm trying, like trying to an NFC team, the like a Minnesota like having an NFC like team, it. everyone will probably be on them. They'll be like, we're sick of the Chiefs. So it's yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think he's. I think as long as they're not playing anyone from the old guard, so I think they would still be like the Rogers, the Brady's, um, hmm. or Breeze isn't coming back. Um, the Winston's. Crab legs is my boy. Like, How many old guys left? <laughs> Russell Wilson, maybe. Not too many older guys. Matt Ryan. He's, uh, yeah, Wilson's one. one isn't it? No, yeah, Wilson's one, one. Wilson's one. Yeah, and he's. If they were like win this year and then they play the Cardinals next year, like ninety percent of people besides KC fans will be going for the Cardinals. We're going for the Cardinals just because Larry Fitzgerald needs a goddamn ring. Like, he's was... probably be yeah, there. yeah, he'll, he'll be the, the the Ray Lewis of the <laughs> modern era. Um, cool. All right. Well, any, finally, from yourself, Ben, any any parting words you'd like to share with with the the listeners in the league and the listeners out there in the big wide world before we clock off for season twenty twenty? Just that um, I think you you need to be uh, paying attention to Fitzy and I in the in the uh, coming off season because uh, I, I think this is going to be our year. I'm ex- expecting a one two finish. I reckon I'll do him in the end. But um, it's, it's going to be a big year for us. It's um, worst of first, baby. Let's go. Um, well, second worst of first because I don't want to give them too much credit. But that, that is that is something to pay attention to. Love it. Well, let's let's hope so because we 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 love a Cinderella story. Thank you for joining us on the podcast, and look forward to seeing you at Super Bowl next week. No worries, boys. Catch you, boys. Then. See you, mate. See you, mate. Well, our next guest on the season review episode of the HFL podcast is the man who, pretty big shoulders looking at him there on the screen, and so he should. He held up the whole league from the bottom of the table for most of the year. <laughs> I talk, of course, about Mr. 4.4, Fitzy. How are you, mate? Are we, are we at 4.4 or are we, are we a bit lower than that? <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good call. I'll have to like, update my spreadsheet. <laughs> I mean, the old VCAL Foundation map. Yeah, might not be there, but I think we we ended up lower than that, unfortunately. Is, is next year the year that you bounce back? I, I think so. It's got to be. I mean, you know, I, I, I tried something new this year, and as I said to you, I, I think you and I, uh, our seasons were all over from that trade because, uh, you know, you don't do that trade and you don't take Julio because you don't have a pick then, and I don't draft Michael Thomas and you know have then get rid of him but have no middle rounds to draft in and yeah oh well 
I don't get stuck with Michael Thomas. You don't end up trading the actual good <laughs> players you do have for mediocre players to fill the lineup. You're right. It's like, it reminds me of that. Um, there's like a vi- video on Facebook where some guy, like two guys are trying to, something I don't know why, they're tipping like petrol into a fire to try and light the fire. And somehow they both set themselves on fire and burn the whole backyard down with them at the same time. So I feel like that trade was like. Uh, it reminds so me of, um, it reminds me of Lay Miz actually. <laughs> I'm joking. Keep, keep uh, yeah, on the poll, um, the the league sixty six percent don't think you're going to make the playoffs next year, Fitzy. So it's pretty hard. I don't know. I mean, I mean, what? What? I think Woodsy proved all you need is a fantasy pro subscription, and you're in. So, <laughs> <laughs> and in fairness, like in terms of like draft process, I actually thought you drafted all right. Um, you got extremely unlucky, which we've been through multiple times on this podcast. But um, I think the drafting was sound; just the the uh, outcome was a bit stiff. Yeah. Oh. As as you guys said, I mean, you know, yeah, Fournette unlucky there could have, but then ended up not being that bad. But I mean, he was part of those guys I got rid of when I sold the farm to to get a win, and then played catch up all over again. So. Mm. Oh well. Outside of trading, is there any any other things that you do differently next year? Like the obviously, you know, as you said, the way you traded was was one area, but like just from you know who you target in your picks or rookie, uh, young prob- versus old, Gronk versus someone who has played in the last five years, whatever you want. I'll uh, pro- probably a little more draft prep than oh, we're going to start in ten minutes. I'll quick print out the sheets so I can cross them off as they're drafted. That might help. Yeah, okay. So are you starting now? Like like how much are you gonna course correct on that? You know, is it like <laughs> there's February's cramming month just uh you know, watching college games or no 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 like no we, we won't start too early yet. I mean, um yeah, we'll we'll let this season finish and yeah, then then I can fool Mel Kuiper it and watch four hundred and eighty seven hours of footage and yeah, go from there. Well, the, the beauty of the, the Fantasy Nose subscription is you can do exactly that. You can literally rock up on draft night, log in 10 minutes before the draft starts, and it tells you who to draft. And then, yeah. not only does it tell you who to draft, it tells you how well you went after the draft. Because <laughs> it gives you an A-plus to make you feel good afterwards. <laughs> we, I think we said it on the WhatsApp, but imagine someone hacked Fantasy Pros just before the draft. <laughs> You, you'd know who it was because they'd literally just be timing out every pick, just completely laying on the floor, <laughs> shaking in their house. Um, it's obviously, it's been a pretty lean patch for your, for your franchise, really. Um, two questions here. Firstly, probably the simpler one. Do you think that the team names have something to do with it? Um, well, actually, moving forward as a franchise, I can, I can tell you categorically here, um, the uh, the Fitzblit Services franchise, under its many multiple names, uh, have made known to uh, Aaron Rodgers that he will no longer be offered a contract moving forward. Uh, oh, we wish him, we we wish him well with his future endeavors, but uh, yeah, he he will not be having a contract again. What did he, he do wrong? He's going to be the MVP. He has a, Oh no, and and don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I appreciate that because he's going to win me money for you know at twenty three dollars to win the MVP. So oh. you know, I'm I'm liking that. But you know what? He's got a he's got a, a curse attached to him, and I mean, the curse breaker himself couldn't even get rid of that. So wow. 
Wow, that's huge. That's a, it's a, I like it. It's a gutsy call. It's just, it's, well, it, it's funny because it leads quite well into my second question. We can come back to Roger in a second. My second question was going to be, do you think the owners of the franchise have had <laughs> enough of you as coach? Nah, do you nah, reckon there's nah, a nah. chance you're getting sacked from your own team just based on a, a long history of well, underperformance? Well, um, you know, football is a simple game. It's it's a matter of it's, uh, you know, there's one dog, one bone. It's not a hard concept. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, sir. Bring up as well, so we've had Ben and Fitzy on back-to-back and they've just gone completely opposite directions. So Ben was saying that he's... He's going to lean into, well, he said he wasn't going to, and then talked about how he's going to take Trevor Lawrence in the uh, top first three rounds next year. And then Fitz, has <laughs> got a player he loves, and he's like, nah, he's just never coming back on the team. No, so, no. I mean, we'll, I mean, it, they finished uh, 11th and 12th, so is it, anyway, hopefully it works for one of them. <laughs> oh, Jordan Lawrence also- has to be drafted. Fitzy, because they're changing the guard. If, you, if you're going to get rid of Rodgers, is it Jordan Love that you draft? next year and maybe that's did, your new flame going forward uh, I don't know does, does he even play a game did he did he actually suit up for one this year Why? he didn't but you know what they say one dog one bone <laughs> that's it <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I'm surely off the back of this year Rogers is, uh, is you know, he's got that locked down for as long as he wants it unless they're stupid um, but I don't know I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see going forward. It could be next year, could be back to streaming QB's works or not. So, mm. who, Who's your, um, as we stand here today, Who, if you've got the number one pick sitting in your pocket for next year, who are you taking? Maybe ask him 10 minutes before the draft starts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Number, yeah, number one, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want one, hopefully not. But yeah. You traded out, would you? <laughs> Which funny because after <laughs> your one lesson from this year was don't trade your best bit. Don't, don't, well, don't, don't, don't trade an extra one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mate. So, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll, um, I'll throw you another question which, which came up in our previous one, which I've got to remember now that Andrew's talked about what Ben said. I can't make, I can't change the order when I add this <laughs> together. So just note for myself there. Um, Kelsey, Kelsey, go first round. And if so, how high do you reckon? Oh, Kelsey goes first round, yeah. Um, I don't know. Top five? I, oh, depending on who, who's there, someone could take him top five. I mean, but again, as, 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 oh, I, I don't think I'd take him top five. But then, I mean, I, I did take – well, because I had the, the stack, I took, you know, Derek Henry and Michael Thomas, which, I mean, moving forward next year, if someone had a stack, you could do stud running back and Kelsey, yeah. Like uh, so, you're at pick five. Would you take Dalvin Cook or Kelsey? I'd probably say Cook there, but I mean, I say think Quan you can make Kelsey. Kelsey only because you don't know what Saquon's coming back at. Yeah, true. And this is the beauty, beauty of fantasy, isn't it? Like. Um, ben said, you know, if he if he gets to five, I'd snap him up instantly. Yeah. And Fitzy's saying I probably wouldn't take him at five. That's the beauty of fantasy, and that's why that's why we play. The the only caveat to Ben, of course, is he takes Kelsey at five unless Trevor Lawrence is still on the board. <laughs> yeah. I, I am one hundred percent taking Trevor Lawrence so I can trade him. 
Yeah, but that that was why I also took Kyler Murray, and then no one really came knocking for him. So, I mean, you know, Havers was offering me Kenny Golladay, who hadn't played for half a season. (laughs) (laughs) Just a reminder of what Havers thinks of running backs. I mean, of uh, Um, course. Yeah. The uh, so. You had a fair bit of bad luck this year, it's fair to say. Uh, obviously, injuries, post-draft, injury, guys getting cut post-draft. Are you, um, are you, are you, do you look back at that and just chalk that down to bad luck and just go, you know what, couldn't have done anything about it? Or do you go, no, nah, I'm, I'm targeting, you know, I'm going to do my research, target guys with, you know, stretchier ligaments or under the age of 40 or whatever you feel like might help avoid sort of similar situation. I don't know. Maybe maybe not on the veterans list might help next time. Um, I mean, you know, let, let's let's be honest though. I didn't have the worst luck this year because Raz clearly had the worst luck. I mean, you know, just ask him. Yeah, just ask <laughs> <exactly. laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So Fitzy, I'm now. So I've been building it up. So the proposition, or well, I don't know if it's even a proposition, but they'd encourage you to make playoffs next season. Um, so Cam said he's also going to join me in this. So, um, oh, this is it. Yeah, this Ooh. is the big one. So, uh, if you make playoffs next year, and so you, uh, no one can help him. Like you can't throw a game, or no one yeah. can give you like a layup trade or anything like that to get you into the playoffs. Like you have to do it of your own skill. Uh, so there's three potential options. So let me share my screen. Just send here. all your terms and conditions to Woodsy because he not. Normally likes to pick through it with a fine tooth comb and that's, that's <laughs> if he can find a loophole. So this is that four D chair. For those, oh no! Oh no! So for, for those for those who are listening at home, it's fantastic that the commission has chosen the medium of PowerPoint slide <laughs> yeah. to explain something on a podcast. It'll be a tattoo. At the moment, the spot is on my um, wrist. <laughs> With uh, just a, well, I have an actual picture of Fitzy there, but it'll be a cartoon picture of Fitzy that just says uh, 2021 Ocho Bowl finalist. Uh, the second option, I love uh, that. It says finalist. It's not even that exciting. As you said, Steve, <laughs> half the league members make it. <laughs> it's, it's a great photo as well. Um, we'll have to, Kamish, we'll have to get you to, <laughs> we'll have to get you to post these in the, in the WhatsApp group after the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's better. And the second option is uh, get on the wrist and it's just a uh, 4.4 with a big red circle and a cross through it. Yeah. And the last no option, smoking uh, sign for those following at home. Yeah. Last option is just a uh, small fitzy on uh, one of my hand on um, like, Fingers on under the knuckle. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> is this, so this is just purely for motivation. Yeah, and Fitzy gets to choose, right? Which one? Yeah, you can pick out of those three. So uh, you make the finals, you can pick which one. Towards? And then, uh, yeah, initial reaction, Fitzy. Surely we've got to go with the uh, the finalist participation <laughs> trophy. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> and it's under the, the Mr. Burns is a vampire tattoo as well. Yeah. Which, uh, which just, oh, that's so good. So, uh, I, I mean, that, that, that could also flow into, as a cartoon, my, um, my brother's girlfriend drew me one time as Goro from Mortal Kombat. So I had four arms, but my head. 
Surely oh. off the back of this news, Woodsy opens up his login to for Fitzy. There we go. Open the, the login the, up. The whole, the whole league wants Fitzy to make the playoffs now. Oh, That's, there we go. Actually, even Andrew, do you want him to make the playoffs? Would you like that, Teddy? Oh, mate, again, I'm a number one Fitzy booster. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this to try and get Fitzy to make the playoffs. He yeah, sacrificed part of the stash. Yeah. This is brilliant. <laughs> This is fantastic. Um, just, how does that make you feel, Fitzy? Does it, does it oh, motivate you to sort of log in 20 minutes before the draft? Or yeah. <laughs> I, I think that definitely motivates me to, to get a Fantasy Pros subscription. I mean, we've got to do that. Like, at least get them to do the homework for me. Like, <laughs> would you, you definitely set on Fantasy Pros? Would you go with a rival company just, just to, you know? I don't know. It, you know it, what? We, UV rip, Woodsy Fantasy Pros versus, I don't know, whatever else they're called. I don't know. I mean, Reddit's having a pretty good hit at the moment of getting on top of things. So may, maybe we might go to Fantasy Reddit and go down that rabbit hole. How is your um, GameStop shares going? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I only have one share, the, uh, the old Packers one. So. <laughs> Was that the play next year? When everyone signs up for fantasy, uh, no subscriptions, you sign up for a different side and then you, you zigged where the whole league zagged. That's it. That's, that's what I'd be doing. If I was signing no. up for one, 100% wouldn't be the same one as everyone else. No, no lag on draft night either. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and everyone gets to get an A+. Plus. From their fantasy subscription at the end of the night. <laughs> I think. I think. Well, I mean, we'll find out in a minute when we get him on the pod. But I think Woodsy's still got that certificate printed on his wall. <laughs> uh, so, um, going into next year, Fitzy, one of the questions around the uh, in the survey was rivalry round. Mm. Um, who, if you can, there's one team. Let's. Playoffs or no playoffs, you get to beat one team twice, just clean sweep them for the year. Who is it? Well, I actually, uh, I only answered that question. Really, I only have one rival at the moment. It's Ben because unfortunately, <laughs> the both of us are in the cellar. So, there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, to sweep him would have been good, and that's that's why. Yeah, that that toilet bowl would have been great this year. And I mean, you know, bloody uh, old mate from the Texans, Will Fuller, had to go and ruin that have his monster game and then get popped for PEDs. So yeah. thanks for that. Yeah. Cheats. I, it, up it, a 50 it's, burger. it's good comeuppance to be fair that Ben finished so poorly on the ladder because he's, he was cheap basically. He's just <laughs> pumping his players full of roids. I mean, the, the best part of that is the fact that the Texan strength and conditioning coach was Brian Cushing who got popped twice himself during his career. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Old, old, what was he on hard knocks? He was the, the guy on the, nah. the Segway or whatever roaming ro- ro- around. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be him. He's the, the guy that I think twice took his helmet off and headbutted people on the field. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Um, the other thing we were talking about a little earlier was, uh, the, the possibility of bringing in a punishment for last. Would you be supportive of such an endeavour? Like what one example that was talked about was one of Kenny's other leagues where you had to go to the pancake parlour for 24 hours and you couldn't leave, but for every pancake you ate, you got to take an hour off the time. Would you, would you be up for something uh, like that? 24 pancakes to be out. Yeah, oh, that would work. I mean, I'm I mean, doing I, the maths on the pancakes. So you, you don't have to eat 24, mate. You can... 
you can have 15 and you're only in there for nine hours. Oh, yeah. So every hour, everyone you ate takes an hour. Things to do. R- rumor has it there's been some serious shade thrown on this topic already, but rumor has it Dale McAuliffe would actually stay there for thirty, so he could save another six hours of electricity at home <laughs> and water. Uh, I'm I'm just picturing the uh, the year at six thousand dollar day where your brother was trying to eat his uh, sixty bucks worth of steak instead of beer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so so you supportive? Of a of some sort. I'm of- I'm I'm for that. Like I know guys at Gridiron their league, which no one's supposed to know, but everyone knows. Whoever has the lowest score that week, they have to change their profile picture to a, a voted upon one, and <laughs> so that stays stays for a week. Um, and then at the end of the year, the lo- the the bottom place he they do a photo shoot. So last year there was like a sexy Santa one and. The year before, I think it was a guy was like, you know, butt naked washing his car, things like that. Like, oh, I think I've seen. Oh, uh, I think I've seen one of those photos, yeah. So, um, purely, purely for research purposes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so at, at any point, if you see uh, like Conco's profile picture change during football season, that's why. Oh, so your social media profile pictures. Yeah, so your Facebook picture changes. Yeah, yeah. your work email pictures. <laughs> LinkedIn profile. You work, you work signatures on your email. <laughs> That'd be fun. Get to write someone's email signature. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, did what about you, Fitzy? I know, like it's been a pretty, it's been a tough year for you from a from a fantasy yeah. standpoint. And um, and we've had you. You've been a fantastic guest on the podcast on a number of occasions. But I think it's fair to say you, you've kept it pretty buttoned up tight you've you've managed to sort of keep pretty even keel now's your moment if you want to cut loose no no, <laughs> no is is there anything you want to say to the to the nine listeners of the league and the millions of other people who are just tuning in every week oh what, what, what about the the people from overseas come on yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the, the guys on the switchboard for Haver's email yeah <laughs> um, disappointingly yeah, no. Haver's VPN yeah <laughs> Um, nah, oh, you know, like just, you know, what, what is it? You know, all that we'll, we'll uh, you know, go forward and, you know, look at next year, rebuild and come back better and stronger. And yeah, all those cliches that everyone uses over the preseason, you know, once we, uh, we get there, the, the team's training the house down and that sort of stuff. <laughs> I like to hear everyone except Darren Rogers. But, pardon? I said one dog, one bone, one tattoo. That, that, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's, that's the aim. I mean, uh, a, well, a, a wise coach did say one dog, one bone. So <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's, uh, there'll, be, it. there'll be a bone with ink on it next year if, if you manage to turn it around. So I think we're all yeah. pulling for you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thought... Sorry, I was going to say it's been a pleasure having you on the pod over the year. It's been a pleasure getting to beat you again in fantasy and look forward to uh, seeing you in Super Bowl next week. Oh, and by the way, quick one. Who's your tip for Super Bowl? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, Tom, Tom's wearing white, but I don't want him to get a seventh. Like, we'll find out 10 minutes before. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how I feel on the day. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's a whole nother thing that that the Packers aren't playing, but yeah. <laughs> it's right. tough. Actually, just a final question that's popped into my head, but 
given the stakes that obviously there's a little bit of cash in it, but there's now a tattoo on Andrew's arm with your face on it at stake. Are you tempted to quit your job so that you can sit at a laptop all day next year and really just commit yourself to your fantasy team? Uh, I, I don't know if I can go that far, but maybe, maybe we, uh, yeah, we, we break, do. break your leg and work in the office or something. So you're sitting at a computer. That'd be all right. Bit of, bit of, bit of work cover or something like that. But oh, I don't that know. Maybe well. maybe we use the uh, the phone time a little better and just randomly do an Instagram and just yeah, sort of go that Reddit rabbit hole and uh, yeah, do a bit more research. Well, sounds good. Uh, lovely. Good, good luck, mate. Look, we'll, we'll catch you next week. Cheers, boys. See you, mate. Well, gee, that one's going to be hard to top. But our next, uh, I was going to call you a contestant, but contesting <laughs> wasn't really something you did a lot of this year. Um, oh, our, next, okay. uh, our next guest on the podcast is um, just to give you a little bit of a warm feeling as you come on, has been described by some of our previous guests as the undisputed people's champ of the league. I refer, of course, to fantasy knows himself, Ben Woods. How are you, Woodsy? <laughs> Good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Good. What are you drinking? I can see you sipping away at something there. Yeah. Gin, gin and tonic with a little slice of lemon in there. Oh, beautiful. Um, and, and lemon, uh, is that sort of a bit of a euphemism for the bitterness you carry towards the commission after the way the season played out? Look, I put it in there as just a little metaphor, but you picked it up straight away. So, yeah, congrats on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. How, how, how are you feeling after the, the wheels proverbially fell off as you were yeah. sort of... Look, just destroying it looked unbeatable halfway through the playoffs. And how many weeks has it been since? Since what? Five, three. Yeah. So if you saw me this time last week, I was still an absolute mess. <laughs> Look, I haven't showered since then. Like I've, I've spent no time with my wife or my daughter. I'm just I'm just not myself anymore. Dartboard with Mike Evans I'm, face I'm on a it. Broken man. What? Yeah. Is 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 that is it sort of thing that time heals all wounds, or this is one you'll never recover from? I think it's just been the last couple of days that I've just been able to get over the hill. Uh, it's been it's been pretty rough, but the thing that gets me uh, gets me going is the fact that I at least cleaned up 150 bucks from yourself and Keeney <laughs> in inside bets. So that's that's just what I live for the old side bet. They, oh, and you get to keep the money too, don't you? You're going to put it on the bar until you lost the championship. So yeah, exactly. money straight in the pocket. And I was exactly. actually just going to ask, do you, do you see this year as a success or a failure? But maybe that answered it. Yeah, I think the, the side bets were, it's a, it's a positive. It's always it's always something I like to do. I do it in a bit in my NBA fantasy as well. I, I weasel out whoever is like a, the real weak ones in the league, such as yourself and Manny. Um, and I and I because you know you guys have overinflated egos. You're obviously going to take me up on a bet, and yeah. So I did a quick, very quick draft analysis. I, I knew I wasn't uh, scared by either of your teams because you both drafted horribly. One extremely hipster esque, and and the other extremely uh, look Atlanta esque, if anything. Um, so yeah, I just knew that I was I was a huge chance to finish on top of both of you. And I'm I'm a percentages man, so it was good to to get both of you to accept those little side bets. When you say you did a post-draft analysis, did you do it or did Fantasy Pro <laughs> yeah, no, just, just see out an A-plus for you? And... Straight in the Fantasy nose. They, they gave me an so A-plus. I knew I was good. He loved it so much he traded half his players away after the draft. <laughs> I think I made two trades. 
Oh, come on. Well, 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 it, obviously, um, look, at the end of the day, you know, we count rings here. We don't, we don't count mid-season wins or whatever else. So the, the year is an ultimate failure, whether you want to sugarcoat it or not. But I guess my question to you is, how do you live with yourself? Now, my, my question is, um, <laughs> how, if, if you, you did have a, a pretty solid year in a, in a variety of measures, but if you could do something different, what would it be? Yeah, look, I went over, you know, did a little bit of reflection myself, you know, in those five weeks that it has been and beat myself up a little bit. But I did go back and do a little, a little bit of analysis. So if I versed Andrew every day, sorry, every week for the year, going into the final, I was 10 and five against him. So I'd like to think that going into the day, I was, I had the better team and, you know what, Mike Evans puts up a 40 and all of a sudden that swings the needle pretty pretty heavily and that's that. So, yeah, I just get, I guess that's fantasy football and at least uh, after the couple of years prior to this one that I've been in the league, finishing seventh twice in a row, as you guys reminded me throughout the year, at least the arrow is pointing up now. So I guess there's only one way to go up next season. So that's, that's what – that's going to be the benchmark now. Yeah, there's definitely there is one position to go up, and there's probably ten positions to go down. So we'll see, see how that one plays out for you. But no, it's it's it is a fair call. Uh, just on that, so on the postseason awards, um, you've you've uh, featured pretty heavily. So um, I'll start with the bad ones first. So you you've won the honor of the worst draft pick with your pick of Le'Veon Bell. Oh, oh your uh, boy. The yeah, best thing about that, that's the, the best thing like, is everyone said it at the time. Every like it wasn't like <laughs> it was just a sneaky pick that everyone looks back on hindsight. It was like at the yeah. time. The, and then the, the when he got traded definitely. to Kansas, I thought, oh, here we go. You know, <laughs> could could change his fortune here, and it's the number two, and ended up doing nothing. Um, and then seventy five percent of the league has said, um, sorry, I've just lost it there. Um, uh, will you be back in seventh uh, next year? Seventy-five percent says yes. <laughs> that's what I need, though. That, that's that's the kind of stuff that drives me. And I think seventy-five percent of the league will be signing up to Fantasy Pros now after the season I've had. So, well, actually, uh, Woody, we've had. So you're the third guest that we've spoken to, and one has blatantly come out and asked if they can have your login details to Fantasy Pros next year, <laughs> and the other one has said that you, they'd be expecting you'd be sharing it with them. So I reckon you're gonna. I reckon they, no one wants to pay, but they they want to just get. They, yeah, they're on your bandwagon. Put it that way. It's it's only worth paying to get that draft day analysis of the 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 A plus, <laughs> and finding out that Keeney absolutely fucking bombed the draft yet again. Yeah. Well, so on yeah. the other side though, um, you're also. I mean, this was a pretty open category. A lot of people got votes, but with four votes, you've managed to. Uh, be the early tip to win next year. So oh, you are the people's champion. Um, <laughs> Hang on a second. Seventy-five percent of people in a league of twelve is nine, <laughs> and somehow one of those people has gone seventh yeah. and tipped him to win. Is that a bit each way? I think. Can you win oh. from seventh? Are we expanding the playoff bracket or something? <laughs> oh, good call. Well, uh, uh, yeah. Why don't we expand it to twelve for next year so someone gets a tattoo? <laughs> oh, Fitzy uh, would love that. Uh, well, so yeah, yeah. So, so you, you'll find out, Woodsy, when you when you sorry, finish. Uh, you'll find out when you hear the podcast in full. But there's yeah. a bit of a side bet already on Fitz making the playoffs next year, and it's a very, very sweet. Oh man, I can't wait. 
Uh, yeah, so you were the person who exceeded expectations this year the most as well. And then the most important one, you've all, you've won best WhatsApp banter and also <laughs> best pod, best podcast guest in a landslide. I think you got like 80% of the votes. Oh. <laughs> Which one? Was it? It was because I was that, that time I came yeah. on and I was absolutely hammered just, yeah, <laughs> and just, just going at Dale. <laughs> and then oh, left. 66%. So you got uh, That's pretty good. eight votes and then uh, Fitzy, uh, Cam. <laughs> Cam hasn't even come on, so someone's playing funny buggers. <laughs> uh, Jared and Reese got votes. Oh, jeez. An honour. I love the side bets and the, the, the little votes. This this is what I'm in the league for, not to win chips. <laughs> how many how many give, various give me the bullshit awards? <laughs> Woodsy, how many various fantasy leagues are you in that you put in this amount of effort? Because I oh, wonder what you do with your days. <laughs> wonder, yeah, that's it's true. I've got, I've got a lot of free time. Sales reps, mate. We work from ten till two. That's about it. So I won Super Coach League last year. I'm doing all right in NBA fantasy this year. Yeah, I don't, don't mind my don't mind my fantasy. Well, it's working for you. So yeah, that. we'll see how we go next year. Year four in the league. I need a chip by now. It's getting a bit ridiculous. Actually, one of the questions Kamish was about introducing a ring, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so it looks like that got up. So there'll be an extra like twenty five bucks or so uh, yeah. in entry next year, and then. Uh, I think Championship Belt won that one. Championship 66%. Belt. So. Nice. I'm going to do it retrospectively because I'm going to have to get another room on the house. I think it'll just be a... three belts up. <laughs> no, I think it'll just be a one-off and then it's a... you got to hand it over once you can't back it up the next year. Steve, do you reckon that maybe you could just take down the alphabet behind you and hang <laughs> the chain and Championship Belts? Man, or do you need that for like visual recall? <laughs> I don't know about you, mate, but I'm always learning. Thirst for knowledge. <laughs> uh, Wouldn't know I was for octopus if I didn't have that baby behind me. Uh, Woodsy, best... Uh, so we kind of... We spent a fair bit of time over the course of the year, particularly as you were a fairly frequent guest, talking about other people's teams. But with a bit of, bit of water under the bridge, stepping back from the season... Like the best player you would have liked to have on your roster, you can include guys you did have, but you know, the guy, the, yeah. the best guy to have this year. It's stiff. I think Cam had him. So CMC is uh, for me. If a draft happens today, he's probably still clear number one pick. He was just injured all year. He's the guy that you would have gone into the season wanting. I think Travis Kelsey was probably the the best player that. The next best probably had the biggest gap. So I think between tight end one and tight end two was probably a bigger gap than, so let's say, running back one, running back two. Um, so that was all, all. I enjoyed having Kelsey and I would definitely target him early in the first round next year if I had a pick. Because it's just a, yeah. How high do you think he can go? I reckon he'll go. As soon as the, the major running backs are off the board, I reckon he's very next. Maybe Devontae go before him. Him, uh, having to carry your team this year. What's that? Come again? Are you worried about injury concerns after he had to carry your team this year? <laughs> <laughs> he does have sore shoulders. Let's see how he goes in the Super Bowl. Well, it's funny because we actually asked the two guests before you about Travis Kelsey uh, specifically and just uh, kind of how they feel about whether he's a top five pick. Um, and, and 
I think both both parties thought it was reasonably realistic that he's in that ballpark. And obviously, you'd probably think the same. Yeah. If it's not five, it's like, I don't think he's lasting beyond seven. Yeah. I think that you might, you know, get those three or four running backs off the board and then Devontae and Travis, whichever way you want to go first. As a, uh, as a San Fran man, you are um, a little disappointed that you're not going to have Stafford thrown to Kittle. Oh, no, it's definitely because they've got a, you know, they're all playing uh, chess while we're playing checkers. So we've got Deshaun Watson in the bag. Sure. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm holding on to because I just can't stand another season of Jimmy G. That's you could always go back to Alex Smith. Just, just oh, like pretend actually... that the last 10 years didn't happen and you didn't stuff it up the first time. Yeah, done. I would actually prefer that. I'm just done with Jimmy G. Do you know what would be really tilting, Woodsy? If you drafted Tyreek Hill. I might. <laughs> I've had him before in fantasy. I don't think in this league, but... If, if, if you get to pick 10 or 9 or something, and he's there... No way taking... he's there. Well, I was, when we were talking about it before, be I was there. looking at our early rankings, and they had him at uh, the 13th pick. I'm like, he's not getting, out, he's not getting past the first round. Look, I'm not. If I have a late, he's easily number two. Right. Oh, there's three wide receivers in a league of their own these days. Yeah, there's the problem Hopkins, with Tyreek Hill is that he's not even the best running uh, wide receiver on his own team. That's Travis. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but but like, it, yeah. nah, he's he's, he's he's so he's so resilient too because most teams like if they lose a player like they lose. The quarterback, or they lose one other player, it changes the wide receiver. But for him, they just got so many good players that as long yeah. as he's fit, he's always getting scoring points. Same with Kelsey; like they can have Mahomes out and they still score points because it's just so many. So players. the beef that I always had with Tyree Kill was that came from the previous fantasy league I was in, where I owned him for a year and I took him rather high. I think, but round back then he was probably second or third round pick. Um, but it was always the gap between his best and his worst. He'd give you, you know, like a six one week and a 40 the next week. And so, mm. you know, he put up massive numbers on the on the year, but it was because of like three or four huge games. And he's just killed me in every every other game that he played. But this year, he definitely brought up the floor. Um, well, he, got, he basically got touchdown every week. So it's, it, yeah. like, it's not that wrong to say that he still is a little hit or miss because if he doesn't get 20 touchdowns or whatever he gets for the year, Take six off half the weeks, and those tens become like because he was yeah. there was a couple of weeks where he scored a rushing touchdown and a couple of catches. Yeah, and I think so, when I owned him, I don't think Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback, so that makes a huge difference as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, focusing a little more on uh, the the people of the league, a question we asked one of the previous contestants, but if if this wasn't a democracy. If this was a dictatorship and you were running the show, <laughs> you, you get to cut one person from the league. Who is it? Dale. <laughs> so quick. Thought. So yeah. fast. Not even from the league, just from the world. Can we cut Dale from the world? <laughs> I tried to goad Ben into saying something like that and he didn't. <laughs> just go straight there. Didn't even need it. The jugular. Yeah, uh, he offers like, nothing. He's, he's a terrible human. He's, he's, Bance is horrible. Get him out. <laughs> I feel like he's he's just deeply disappointed you in some way over the years and, and you're never going to be able to let that go. Um, so Dale's gone. You can replace him with one person outside the league. Is there someone 
He's, he'd be a great fit, do you reckon? I don't know why this came to my head, but is Gav Stiglich into NFL fantasy? <laughs> Gav Stiglich. He, he, uh, look, I mean, if it ever happens, we can ask him, but I think there's two issues that are getting in the way. One, doesn't believe in the internet for cybersecurity reasons. <laughs> and number two, I do not think he would have heard of what NFL is. <laughs> so yeah, I reckon we might struggle. But, I mean, look, it will help boost Fitzy up a position or two on the ladder. So there's most people to pick. Uh, I reckon Gav could auto-draft and still manage to beat Fitzy. Yeah, 4.3 or 4.2 or whatever it is. is <laughs> oh, and dropping. <laughs> That's dropping. <laughs> <laughs> it's on its way down, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, 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 uh, we, I think one of the questions on the survey was rivalry round next year. Um, if there's one person you can just guarantee who you're going to beat, who would that be? Teeny. <laughs> loaded. <laughs> it's loaded. loaded. <laughs> yeah, we'll be um, on again next year. That's all right. Hundred percent, and if we could win uh, my money back somehow, if we could find a way to schedule it twice, that'd be great. Yeah, come here. If, if, work if on you it. could, um, if you could mute someone from the group chat, who would you mute? Dale. Permanent. Dale. <laughs> just, just Dale. He's just shit bloke. Absolute shit bloke. <laughs> you broke for the same team as well. If, would you change his NFL team if you could, just so that you don't have yeah. to have something in common? Yes, we need another rivalry. <laughs> he goes for the Swans, though. Oh, you can't wish too much upon the bloke. <laughs> so imagine you, having you imagine having Chris Keane, who we just witnessed put together a list for NFL <laughs> fantasy. Imagine that in real life. So Dale's getting punished <laughs> enough, I think. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, do you after the AFL draft? Did you plug Keeney's Sydney picks into Fantasy Pros and just see what the brand got? Yeah, he actually got a B plus. I was pretty pretty impressed. <laughs> Jesus, okay. well, I love it. <laughs> Are you um the m- most important question for you? Clubbies this year? Oh, absolutely in. Yeah, in. We're, we're doing we're doing. I shouldn't say it on a public podcast, but we're doing secret training sessions Wednesday nights at seven thirty. Yeah, done. I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll text you the details. So, so it, it's a it's like a very light run kick, and then we um, go to the pub afterwards. Go to the knot. Awesome. I need to start doing something because I'm starting to look like 2012 Dale McAuliffe. <laughs> actually, maybe even Scott McAuliffe. Oh, hang on. Well, you get actually you'll get to see both McAuliffe boys at Super Bowl next week. They're both coming. Oh, there you go, Scotty boy. Still, still, still for the payment on both tickets, but. Uh, actually, no, Scott paid, so it's just waiting for Dale payment to come through. But yeah, they'll both be there. Have I paid? Probably. I don't reckon I've paid. No, I doubt it. I'll pay for you, mate. Actually, and Kamish, you paid me more too much money. I reckon. <laughs> yeah, yeah Keeney can pay. Yeah, Steve, I'll just take it. it out out of what you owe me. Pay it on the tab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you sure you don't want the cash on the day? We are going to the casino afterwards. <laughs> yeah, true. Speaking of Woody, what do you got for us now? We know you're. Uh, you're normally pretty good on the old uh, wager. Have you put any bets down currently? And what is your prediction for that game, if you've got one? Oh, no. I haven't touched the old... Um, I haven't touched any of the markets yet, but I would... I'm fairly confident that Kansas City run away with it. I'd go Kansas at the line. I reckon they'll cover the line. I just mm. think they're too good. I think they've got what too many... What is the work. line? 
Uh, Last three and a half, was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Although, I saw a stat the other day, and obviously last week's didn't count, but something like of their last eight wins, the total margin was 32 points. Yeah, they haven't been winning that Here's another stat for you. Mahomes in his whole career has never been down in a... uh, has never lost a game by double digits. Mm. The guy's a freak. They're always in it. Mm. He's an absolute gun. Um, I'd love to see what remember that Houston playoff game last year. Yeah, twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight nothing. Just how good would that be, Super Bowl? Then they did it in a quarter. They're back ahead. You'd you'd be a you'd be a kind of a weekend operator, wouldn't you? Woodsy halftime first song. You'd be all over that. What are we What are we leaning towards? I wait for Steve's Steve's. Um, yeah, I got pretty upset last year when he told me about how long the the anthem was going to be. And oh, he he's already. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's already told us. <laughs> I've done been, research already. Yeah, I've done. I, I, I told them off here, but I, I'll share it with the listeners. But so it's two singers this year. One's a country singer who can't hold a long note, so that's going to drag it down. But then you've got to think of the fact that the two people for oxygen, one can be breathing in while the other one's singing, so that potentially links it out. The US Lions, it's two minutes on the dot. Neither person's ever sung a national anthem for two minutes. So. Yeah. I'm going to so I, I think the under, I think the under is good, but the only thing is that, and the other thing is with COVID, they shouldn't be belting out long notes anyway. It's a bad look. Just get on, get out. <laughs> they're germs everywhere. Well, are they going to be there yeah. or are they going to be on screen somewhere else? No, I think they're going to be there from what I understand. But anyway, so I, I, I'm leaning towards the under at the moment, but I'm waiting for the lines to come up in Australia because what I thought was might smash the under early. And then when everyone gets on and people, the logical money drags the line in, might bet on the over and just have a little window. And then you've got a big gap. Yeah, I like it. So so yeah, what's so. the line you're willing to look at on the under when it opens? Are you looking at that 120? Under? Yeah, I'd take under 120. What if it opens like 115? You're just like, just going to sit and wait? Um, I, like to know no, I might have a little nibble under still, but then yeah. I think I'd be looking to try and get some over, assuming it's going to keep coming in. Because like like so so the country guy it takes him like ninety seconds to sing it. I've I've, I've pieced together bits of his other songs, you know, each letter <laughs> like like they do with Obama's speeches. They just put it together. And like, oh, he sings this thing in like forty five seconds. We're home. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> awesome. amazing. Who's Blue Gatorade? Uh, Blue Gatorade this year for sure. It's always yellow. I reckon it'll it'll be COVID friendly water this year. Yeah, clear. Good <laughs> thing. That's my tip. Um, are you? Uh, have you taken Tuesday and Wednesday off work, Woodsy? You set yourself for a big Super Bowl. And Wednesday, got, I love it. I've got Monday off, but like I told you, I work ten till two anyway, and from home. So if if I need to sleep in one of those days, I'll be all right. You, are you in for five a.m. breakfast beforehand, just to sort of grease the wheels a bit early? You don't want to sort of get there stone sure. cold sober at seven a.m. Sure, count me in. I'm, right. I'm in. Oh, what time are we? Can we get in, Manny? Do you know? Have they told you? Oh, I assume it opens at eight. So we we aim to get there like seven. Because well, it was, it was nine. sober at seven a.m. Uh, well, the, the cafe usually is open. Um, <laughs> the cafe is usually open, and they serve beers. So we just last year we just got in early, had a few. So we had some pre-drinks at the place where we're going this year. Oh, okay. Sweet. Um, last year, so I think I'll, I'll I'll double check with them. It's a good call. We, we, the, the numbers looking good too. So we had to get sixty to have the venue to ourselves, and we're kind of a maximum of seventy, and we're knocking on the door of seventy now. I think a couple left. Nice. We're uh, we're good to go. Should be a good year. And we 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 sent Bader in to do some reconnaissance during the week, and all the bars are open at Crown for afterwards. 
So everything's coming up Millhouse. Lovely. So given all that was completely relevant to the review of your team, um, <laughs> any any final thoughts on the season? <laughs> nah, bring on next year. I need a, another shot at the commish. He just timed, timed his run perfectly. He was on the right side of the draw. And we've said it all year, better to be lucky than good. And he, he just he had the luck when it counted. If, if you... Um... If you well, so two questions. Firstly, is anything less than a championship win acceptable for you next year? As long as we have side bets again, then there's there's a middle ground. <laughs> so, 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 I, I do subscribe to the theory that if you're not first, you're last. But as long as there's some side bets, you can feel good about your last. You subscribe to a lot of things, mate. <laughs> <laughs> My other question was going to be, if do you harbour a grudge that Andrew's fleecing of everyone in trades is the reason you didn't take out more? Correct. Especially the, the fact that Keeney gave me the final dagger, Cam Akers for fucking Mike Evans. That just, yeah. Can that, I ask that you a question, Lucy? Who will yeah. go earlier in the draft next year, Cam Akers or Mike Evans? I don't know how that's relevant. Because <laughs> well, it's not year, a terrible... But... How is it not relevant? It's like, it's extremely irrelevant. Not Mate, you, really. you could have picked you're, you're up saying, Cam Akers from the fucking free agency in about a week after that trade. The commission was done with him. Yeah, well, I wasn't to know that. It would, <laughs> he would have been licking his lips. But I'm saying, so, so in hindsight, it wasn't terrible in terms of player for player, was it? I'll, I'll give... No, player... In, you can't have a hindsight trade. You have to... Analyze it based on exactly what we knew at the time of the trade, but I will. But that's give you what the makes the trade that. good. I'll give you the props, Keeney. I'm trying to give you a fucking compliment here, mate. Can you just <laughs> fucking settle down? Your scouting is good, all right. Your scouting is good. You saw the you saw the potential in the kid. You might have gone a bit early on him, but a couple of seasons early. Kudos, right. kudos to you. Yeah, a couple of seasons early. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot it was a redraft league. I did. Give no, him the benefit of the doubt. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It, it, it. I'm really glad that that just happened too, because I was like going to be really disappointed if we got through his review and he just didn't fire up at somebody. So <laughs> I'm glad that we managed to just tease it out of him by the end. Um, one, one final one for me would be, and I'll, I'll let the other guys finish off. But before before we do, if you got any final words, like you've you've had a bit to say both on the pod and through the chat over the course of the year. You've, you're a man who's not afraid to make his opinions known. Um, perhaps unlike a few of our other league members, here's, here's your platform. Here's the mic. What do you got for us? Well, the only thing I think about this league is that, look, I'm glad I've joined it because it's taken me two years, three years to become, you know, top echelon league manager. <laughs> around the corner, I can see a dynasty because the the league in general is just weak. You know, we don't, you don't have anyone that's trying to improve. You've got blokes like Fitzy that win sub four games a year. Like it's just, it's a pretty weak league. And I think that we'll be sitting here in 2031 and I'll probably have six chips under the belt. (laughs) (laughs) Like um, LeBron, when he went to Miami, not one, not two, not three, not four. (laughs) He ended up with two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, get that first one first. Um, Keeney, Kamish, 
Got anything else for Woodsy? Oh, just who's your Royal Rumble pick? That's what the people want to know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know anything about wrestling. So as soon as I saw that Goldberg was mentioned in the group chat, I'm going, I'm on Goldberg. <laughs> That's, I haven't watched wrestling since then, so I'm going to stick with <laughs> He's not still going around, is he? Yeah, he's wrestling for the title, but then there's if, a rumour that he's going to lose that and then he's going to be in the Rumble, but I don't think that's happening. If he can it's get happening. on any Goldberg match like under minutes, it's good because he can't fight for more than 30 seconds because he's an old man. He does like two <laughs> he, feet and then he plays puffed. Re- wrestling lost me the day they took his undefeated streak away with the cattle prod. Scotty Hall, Kevin Nash. <laughs> that, that literally, it lost me that day. It was, I was finished. Jeez, we've gone on a few tangents on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> one final one to close this out, Woodsy. Who's your favourite Liam Is character? <laughs> Chris uh, King. Oh, <laughs> Love it. All right, mate. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's, it sounds yeah. like the, uh, the the fans at home have enjoyed you, you thoroughly as well as the uh, most entertaining podcast guest. So. Appreciated having you in the league. Well done on your, your first playoff run and uh, looking forward to more from you next year. Thanks for having me, boys. People's champion signing out. <laughs> See you <laughs> training on Wednesday. Yeah, done. <laughs> One of the major pieces of feedback that we got from the various emails we received in the Ocho Bowl podcast inbox across the year, other than Google reminding us that we had storage problems, um, we were nearing capacity was that the fans out there wanted to hear less from us about us. So uh, as, as we always do, we've listened to that feedback and taken it on board. And so we're going to review our three seasons at once uh, just so that you can all skip through very quickly and not have to listen to us rub it on. Um, probably a good place to start, Andrew. What did the people tell us? What was the feedback in the oh, survey? Um, so I'll start with the bad. So, um, right. Wait, just before you, are we finishing with the bads? Is there anything good in there at all? Oh, there's some, well, the best trader was won by myself. You still owe me money for that, mate. <laughs> Half my team ended up on your bloody championship team. And then um, on the... I think that was actually the only good one. Oh, best uh, podcast host. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, was, oh, someone's good one. Oh, it was actually a tie. So um, Keeney and I have tied it with oh. five votes each and two <laughs> so Manny. Manny. <laughs> so That's Manny right, voted for himself, so only one other person voted for Manny. Oh, no, actually, I didn't, vote, I didn't vote for myself. So if I say um, who I voted for, does that mean it delegitimizes the, that person and the other person wins? Because I voted for you because I know how much you do all the work to get the fight. Like, Kenny and I just rock up and talk shit. For oh, the- oh, we're, we're, oh, oh, I can't remember. I, I can't remember who I voted for. Oh, well, anyway, okay, it, it's pretty clear that people have spoken. So, I might take my opportunity now to announce my retirement from the podcast <laughs> uh, from next year. I think, from the sounds of things, Woodsy's the guy that's been heralded to replace me. And, and I look forward to tuning in here what you guys have to say. Um, and then we also have. Um, what else we got here? Uh, worst traders, uh, another tie between the two of you. We've got uh, three votes. Yeah, it's probably fair, actually. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah, like we just we've just talked about Keeney's ones, and I've clearly destroyed my season with trading. So, 
Probably loves I just had a thought actually. Imagine Woodsy hosting the podcast, just rambling on his own, just hearing his <laughs> thoughts for like an <laughs> hour a week. Just... Can you imagine Woodsy. that? I'd tune in. Yeah. I would too. I, just, like, I... Each week, just rip through every team. That was like his. That's yeah. his <laughs> That's his run sheet. Yeah, 40 minute talking about how good his team is and then yeah. you just just destroy every other team. Um, to be honest with you, there's not really anyone I wouldn't enjoy listening to them give like a just their own musings of the week. Yeah. Both <laughs> like, I'd like I'd love to hear like a segment just of Haver stats, him just crunching numbers and like yeah. and then Jared and his dossier. Good. There's there's plenty of value there. One, but it would probably wouldn't have much content. <laughs> Oh yeah, they got this team. They don't have much of an opinion on their team. And then, and then, Camos is just thirty seconds of white noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's that like old dialer. <laughs> Herbert. Um, and then, lastly, last award, uh, worst manager of the season. Keeney's taken it out oh. uh, with thirty-three percent of the votes. It's not a a comprehensive win, but it's a win nonetheless. Where'd you finish? 10th. 10th. That's fair. Um, Ben. Just out of interest, can you, can you, like, who was behind him? Uh, So Ben and Camo got two votes each. And then uh, Cam, Fitzy, Dale, and yourself got a vote as well. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty spread. Yeah, okay. Yeah, none of them were sort of like, like most of them were sort of like thirty, like four to three to four, five votes. Like no, there wasn't really any real runaway categories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 good to to see the, the feedback coming in. That's what we, as we said, we're we're podcast hosts of the people, and we we listen and value exactly what they think, even sure. though they're wrong. Should um, get juicy odds on myself next year, then take the title out. I'll tell you what, it's going to be an interesting year with a few few teams fancy themselves, but also a few teams very underrated based on the no one's going to take Keeney too seriously or come over too seriously by the sounds of those those polls. And then separate to that, you're going to have an entire team of people just pulling for Fitzy. Oh. It's it's it, it frames up as a very the, interesting the, the interest in Fitzy week to week is going to be staggering. Uh it, it, it's like like I feel like it's going to be checking his game, yes, yeah, like another one of my own games. Like you know what I mean? Like so, I've got like Wake three up. leads. I, I'm looking following three games. I feel like now I'm following four. Yeah, talking to Fitz, uh, talking to Fitzy about lineup decisions at yeah. you know the night before and making sure he's up in time. <laughs> he's going to have yeah, nine calls at three thirty a.m. I might have you seen your players out. What are you doing? Hunter Renfro's not playing, mate. <laughs> I mean, when's his birthday? You might be getting like nine alarm clocks for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, on our teams, maybe just a quick one each. But biggest regret of the season? We'll let you go last, Kamish, given you won it. But I, I can kick us off. Um, biggest regret for me was just the one thing I wanted to learn from last year was. I destroyed my season the previous year, but I was just hanging out, waiting for a team to come together. You know, I was sitting on all these injured guys and I was just like, just hanging, hanging, hanging. And it just doesn't work. Fancy. You've got to be more short-term than that. And then I somehow got sucked into doing it again. Even though I was like, it's one thing I'm not going to do. I'm not taking in guys with injury clouds. Ended up with 
half my team injured the entire season. Part of it was unlucky and the other part of it was I traded in Michael Thomas and paid the price for that. So that was, that was the worst one for me. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, obviously, the obvious one for me is saying trading Tyra Hillway. Um, but we've been through that. That was kind of a, not a force move, but a move I wanted to make just to try and change things. So um, didn't have too many regrets. It kind of just didn't fall my way um, with that sort of stuff. I wasn't overly unhappy with my hipster drafting. I think they're all reasonably good players. And probably the, the rookie running back thing was, in hindsight, the biggest one. Like, um, didn't probably put enough thought into the fact that they hadn't played yet, they hadn't had a preseason, and um, they didn't get going until the, the race was run, uh, won in, in fantasy. It was all over. No good being two and six when the rookie running backs start coming good. So that was mm. probably the biggest regret. Well, are you already eyeing off Travis Etienne? next year yeah there's a few decent running backs in the class um yeah it's a good it's a good class um feel that obviously most mostly and and being involved in in dynasty now you're paying a lot more attention to this class um it's, so it's weird is, too because all bad. the teams that didn't play don't you reckon it's a weird yeah. year because obviously like there's what happened in the college football this year but there's also like all these whole conferences that never played. So there's all these other players sitting there. Even like Ohio State, who are like what the second or third best team, they played six games and half of them are against trash, like Big Ten teams that, you know, you can't really tell if a player's good when they're putting up 70 points or whatever. Mm. I still maintain A&M were robbed to not be in the Final Four. <laughs> Disgrace. Don't worry about it. How about you, uh, Kamish, having, having won the champ, you wouldn't have had a heap of regrets, would you? Yeah, I think, like, the thing, like, just with when on the players, like, I used some of my early picks on, like, Mixon and Gurley, I think next, like, taking players at sort of their position when they're known to be injury-prone, I think, like, next year I, I'm going to try and sort of look for players that are, like, I'd rather take a lesser player that's a bit less injury-prone unless that injury-prone player drops enough that it's worth it. But I think, like, having Mixon sit on the bench half the game and then, you know, I, I luckily got out of Gurley when I did. But, um, yeah, and then he just dropped off, like, a week or two after I traded him. So, um, mm. yeah, just trying to avoid those injury players early, I think, because losing your first couple of picks just kills you. Yep. How much is it going to hurt your season now that Ben doesn't live with you and you can't just take his players? I still see him like every Tuesday at Futsal. So it'll be this week will finish, but I still get to, that's the important time where you get to chat to him because that's when he's like, he's just lost his game and he's just like, nah, I hate this player. I don't want him off my team. <laughs> like, well, I have these players that just played well. And then that's, that's where you get in. So, you know, and if they move Futsal to another night, then I might be in trouble. What Senny, right? I'm just going to start ringing in bomb threats and get your games cancelled. <laughs> it's in uh, Brunswick, but well, Havers and Cam play on the team as well, so might have cool. to like Gab make sure I get in first with Ben before he has a chance to chat to anyone else. I guess the other option you could follow through on a bomb threat and take out off the league. Once it wouldn't be <laughs> rosters, <laughs> so right. not 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 condoning that sort of activity. But if it gets fits into the playoffs, <laughs> tattoo my corpse. <laughs> no, just just maim. We're not looking to kill because obviously we'd have to replace you. We just want you guys out of action for a couple of weeks so your rosters aren't set. 
As long as my brain's still working, that's all I need to another team. Plug you into the NFL.com. <laughs> um, we've we've asked everyone else's opinions, but I don't think have, would you guys take Kelsey top five? Yep. CMC uh, at one. Yeah. Not for me. So I, while we're doing it, I did. So I think the top six, you could make the argument for one or two other people, but it's probably. CMC, Kamara, Cook, Adams, Henry, Kelsey. Um, I think probably those are the top six. You might have one or two others if you like them a bit more from that next group. But um, I don't know. I think probably pick four is the highest I would go on him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fair. You're right. I think it feels like the probably the top like eight or nine or ten is going to be much clearer. And it's crazy in hindsight to think that Clyde Edwards Alaire went at nine or eight or whatever he went at. I think he went seven. seven? He? Yeah, seven. Like and there was seven and like the next four people were all like, damn, I wanted to take him there. Yeah. It's it's insane. But like just you know, Keeney just talked about rookie running backs and what the problem was with them this year. He'd never play a snap in the NFL yeah. in a team that has the easily the best quarterback in the NFL. It's funny, like the the mindset we all get ourselves into. And I guess Fitzy doesn't, doesn't <laughs> think about it till 10 minutes before. So he manages to stay out of the bubble. But yeah. I'm sure and there'll be a bolter like that next year. Everyone go, oh, getting up. Everyone's high. Because well, you know. I'm assuming we all like listen to podcasts and read fantasy sites and then they start talking him up and then another site and then it keeps escalating and then they keep like putting him a bit higher because then they're the ones that want to have him the highest because it's, you know, if he then hits off, then it looks better for their thing. So mm. then it's, whereas like a lot of the time you just sort of, yeah, got to step back and be like, why, like he went pick eight, like Adams, like why am I taking this rookie running back that, or I could take Adams who I know is going to be a top three wide receiver. Yeah. If he plays, we played what 14 games this year and he was the top Jonathan wide receiver. Tyler. There's a few. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, from, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kelsey's an interesting one. Like, I, I, I get it. I, if someone took him in the top five, I'd completely understand it. Um, but it's, I just think, I don't know. Like, it depends for me where you could get Kittle or Waller, who I think are kind of in a similar, not probably not the same to you. I think Kittle's not as far behind as people think. Um, and he's obviously... 27 and, and Kelsey's 32. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Top five seems initially to me a little bit rich, but it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if it happened. I guess it only takes one. Uh, like, and I'm someone that's taken some very high peak tight ends in the history, like over the journey. And without exception, they've got injured. And I think that's the thing. It's easy to say. It's a bit like Lamar. You know, we're talking about him at the start of the season. It's easy to look backwards a year and go, oh, they're unbelievable. I want that. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean it's that also, they're going to produce the same again. But it's also a little bit of a, a mental health bet, which with, that I like to call. Like, if you uh, if you follow horse racing um, and you've backed something and, and, it, and it gets uh, as a shocking ride and is pretty unlucky, and then the next week it comes up at huge odds, often you just have to have a little wager on that. I call it a mental health bet just in case it wins at stupid odds. 
for mine, the mental health component of this is you've got an elite tight end that you just plug every week. You do not have to worry about it. You've got yeah. an advantage at the position every week. Um, mm. And it's just one thing you can just build around that player and not have to worry about it. And that appeals to a lot of people. So um, if you if you miss out on one of those top two or three, then you, you I reckon more so than ever, there's just a drop-off between the top three and, you know, four to ten is pretty even. So mm. you, you're constantly worrying about it. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'm normally like, I mean, I normally take tight ends pretty early, and like normally I'll sort of get one in like that fourth round area. But even like I think what Andrews is probably going to be the fourth tight end, and he'll be yeah twenty thirty picks lower than what you'd think next year. Mm. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. It'd be the highest wow. the tight end's gone in a long time, apart from maybe Gronk in his prime. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. I reckon when we went Jimmy back Graham, and looked yeah. at the, the only problem is when we went back and looked at those draft orders, they're wrong. Yeah. yeah so so, Jimmy so I definitely took him first year. round. Yeah, I took yeah. him first round once. But it says yeah. I took him pick two, but that's definitely right. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Gronk and Graham. The right round, but the wrong pick number. Yeah, because yeah. Um Super Bowl tips. Uh yeah, I'll I'll start. I I think um <laughs> I just think Kansas City put up thirty plus points and I'm not sure Tampa's offense is as going as well as what everyone thinks it is. So um, I just don't know if they can hang with with Kansas City. So I like the Chiefs. Yeah, you know I'm a Chiefs fan. I got to get on them. My at the moment I haven't put it on yet, but my um, the commish lock of the uh, Super Bowl. Oh, uh, Chiefs minus three and a half. Same game multi with Mike Evans anytime touchdown. <laughs> uh, Five dollars. Woodsy, you have to bet that. <laughs> I love it. And actually, sorry, I, I'm, I'm on the Chiefs as well, although I will say I'm loving the Super Bowl because I'm very happy whoever wins. Love the Tom Brady story if the Bucks get up and I'm, I prefer the Chiefs. So happy, happy either way. Just things occurred to me. <laughs> it was just like from way back in the episode. But when you introduced the Fitzy tattoo thing, you said something about, Cam and someone are doing it as well. Yeah, are we on this as well? Say he's going to get the tattoo as well. So it's oh, not wow. just you; it's it's you and Cam. Yeah. Wow. Hey. It's, <laughs> I'm not. I think we kind of missed that at the time, but I'm not sure. Something in my brain just was re- playing it on replay. I was like, "Hang on a second. Wow, that's that really ups the ante." Yeah. Well, is, you, is you Cam getting jump in as well? If you'd like, it's not a exclusive club. As much as I'd love my first tattoo to be. <laughs> <laughs> a picture of Fitzy. I don't think that that's probably going to happen. Um, the is the spot going to be the same? Is it going to be like you both getting it on the wrist or? Um, I don't remember really. It was just I was telling Cam about. It. He's like, oh yeah, count me in as well. I've checked with him a couple of times, and he's still in. So, um, oh, I love it. but I mean, it could that be like, almost like, makes up for refusing to come on the podcast so far this year. What was that? Sorry. So that almost makes up for refusing to come on the podcast so far this year. <laughs> yeah, will be on. But it takes something pretty time. Can we get a um can we get like a live cross to the tattoo parlor if it happens? Oh, oh. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a Facebook live or a, can you do a can so we get can... can we get um tattoos done at Pancake Parlor? <laughs> <laughs> Whilst watching I movies. really I could really go a Swiss mountain bowl now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they are good. That's so good. That was your go-to. 
Oh, it, it, it never. It. <laughs> I still will. I, I, I oh, oh no. I, I met up with. Um, <laughs> this is not a story for the podcast. Doesn't matter. It's just irrelevant. <laughs> it's about people that no one else knows who I'm talking about, and it's about nothing to do with NFL. So let's uh, let's not let's let's take the feedback from the people and not go down that path. Um, if, just a final one on our three teams. Um, obviously, Keeney, I'm probably not speaking out of turn if I say you and I are both uh, a past mark would be a lot better than this year's performances for next year. Yes, I would think so. What's what, what's your you know is it is it championship or nothing in your mind or is it you know do you feel you say you lose you say you do a sort of woodsy and lose a championship game you okay with that? Oh, not really, not really. Um, yeah, I'm same same philosophy with trades. You you trade to win the championship. You don't trade to make yourself make yourself feel better or win a win a vote at the end of the year from the commission. So I couldn't care less if people think I didn't trade well. I tried to trade to, to win a championship. That's what we're in here to play for. Um, that's what that's what everyone should be trying to aim for and you shouldn't be settling for any less. Unless you're Woodsy and you're happy with monetary outcomes on the side. <laughs> what about you, Kamish? Is this, is this the start of a dynasty or? Oh, I mean, I've got to catch up to you. I'm sick of... You lauding your three championships. This is why the people don't want us talking about it. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to Manny and his <laughs> one way or another and his three championship wins and how unlucky Andrew was one year. <laughs> yeah. You, you, I don't know if you guys have heard the, um, there's a podcast. It's now done multiple seasons on other topics, but it was, um, the original one was 1993, the best AFL season it was. It's a podcast. A, a guy I used to work with and a couple of other journalists made it. It's really good. They get on, like, it basically goes through every team from 1993 AFL. They get on, you know, a coach or one of the main people involved. And then they did a, they won on the 99 World Cup and they've done one on the 89 Grand Final. They, they've done a bunch of it. But it's literally what I reckon this podcast will evolve into which is just us talking about previous years over and over and over again, rather than con- no new content. No, no, no. It's just reliving the glory days. That's what's all um, about. Has Dale tuned into that podcast? Because in 1993, Sydney went one and 19. Yeah, they, it's it's uh, he probably hasn't because Dale's not a big podcast man. This is his. I've seen the podcast app on his phone, and this is the only one he's got. Um, the uh, but it's not a bad story because it's the story of um, they got Brassy to Sydney. Halfway mm. through that year, and the story of how they lured him, and the place was a basket case. And, um, yeah, so yeah, I always loved that year because it was the year North became good, and I also turned eight or whatever. You know, the age when you just love footy, you're obsessed. It's like everything. So it was a good yep. year. Anyway, um, on that cheery note, any any, I realise we've got the rest of the pod to sign off, but just to, before we leave our teams well and truly behind. Any final parting words? Yeah. Um, the weekend first song in the Super Bowl, <laughs> The Hills. If it comes out in the $10 range, just have a sprinkle on that, listeners. That's my closing <laughs> thoughts. Don't want to talk about fantasy anymore or my team in fantasy. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I don't know much from the weekend, but I will say uh, I'm pretty happy to see the back of Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. <laughs> I, on the other hand, like I'm, Looking at my team longingly, this will be the last time I look at the 
the 2020 champions probably well actually i'll probably go back and look at it a bunch but uh four podcast related duties that'll be the last time i look at the team so i mean it'll be it'll be like the end of cheers i'll close the browser tab and be like uh what does he say lights out or uh last strings i'm just thinking is it worth like trying to buy each one of your players that played in the Ocho Bowl final, their card that's signed and frame it on the wall somewhere. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. I was thinking to say, buy each of them a little present to say thank you. (laughs) When I got the winnings, I nearly, I was very close to pulling the trigger on a signed Tyreek jersey. (laughs) A thank you note to Mike Evans (laughs) with a a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) imagine how happy you'll be when he receives it (laughs) with his Super Bowl he's got the cookie (laughs) (laughs) I've been wearing a ring holding a cookie on his Instagram yeah Woodsy's face just on the cookie (laughs) that'd be good Uh, alright boys Uh, let's move on to the next one (laughs) And our next guest on the Ocho Bowl 2020 full season review episode is the one, the only, Daniel Havers, the Mr. Havers stats himself. How are you, buddy? And not too bad, guys, yourself? I'm well. The commission's really well. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's been a couple of weeks since the season finished, and I think you might have knocked me off in the consolation playoff bracket finals. So just a, a little upward inflection to finish the year. How do you, what, what are your thoughts of the year when you look back? How do you feel it went? Um, the way I've been going for the past few years, really, I'm lucky to finish where I am. I just seem to buy wins somehow. I don't score many points. I'm always low in points, but I'm always up in wins. So something's got to change. It could be a, could be a crazy draft next year. It's big swings. Do you, it's a pretty negative assessment of yourself, which is um, refreshing, to be honest. We've had a few very arrogant people on the pod. <laughs> so it's good to hear a little bit of honesty. Do you think maybe coaching's the problem with your franchise? <laughs> yeah. Look, coach trades. Yep. I didn't send out too many bad ones this year, but I didn't accept some probably decent ones as well. You want um, to change, change the face of the, the change the face of the league, actually. Really, we talk we'll talk us like through what a couple of them might have been. Uh, well, it was just after I'd done the Latavius Murray, the trade to get Latavius Murray. I had needed to drop someone. I had one extra, and I got offered Stefan Diggs for Anthony Miller and James White. Oh, and you didn't take it? No, I didn't take it. <laughs> that was pre. That was pre round one. That was pre-round one. That was uh, still when I had Robbie Anderson and needed to cut someone and cut Robbie Anderson instead. So I would have kept him as well. Wow. Diggs. Yeah, it was not a good, not a great, not a great knockback there. <laughs> it's wow. a game changer. Yeah. That's a, you, would have had, you would have had the best wide receiver and the best running back. 100% yeah. playoff, right? Yeah. There's no way you don't make playoffs if you make that trade. No, well... I basically, I would have uh, beaten you in round one, which would have given me one more win, sort of put me in. I don't think I would have lost. There wouldn't have been any games I wouldn't have won with those guys because 
Miller or White never played a game for me. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lee, so there was a period where I was very close to getting Kamara from Havers for um what was it for my two running Nixon backs? And Sanders. Yeah, there was oh, it was yeah. like because Mixon was about to come back, and I think if Mixon had come back that week, there was a good chance that would have been pulled off. But then he never came back. The dog, um, and then Hayes' girlfriend took talked him out of the trade. Yeah, really? nice. Yeah, I got, got her involved. Just like look at the numbers. I've got emotional attachments. I didn't want to miss out on <laughs> another possible good trade here. So I'm like, look at the numbers, and she was like, "This just seems kind of stupid. Giving away the best, the best guy for these guys in the middle." What? What's the point? She's a keeper, Havers. Hang on yeah. to it. Have we ever known someone to try the two-for-one special like the Kamish does? He is he's just his number one go-to. I'll like, give you two kind of medium players and you give me an elite one. That's that's his go-to. Oh, mate. It's because I trust, you know, I don't, I don't mind having not having depth because I know I'll be able to pick it back up when all you guys are sleeping. Oh. <laughs> You mean pick it back up because you are the commissioner and you get to just put players on your roster. I've never used my commissioner powers to put a player on my roster. Thank you very much. I don't need to when oh. I can just go and get them off the free agency wire. You, you did, didn't you? Uh, did you did you use your powers to fix the end of season woodsy waiver thing or was that just a straight trade? Oh, uh, I think we just did a trade. Okay, that's all right then. That would have been using your powers for good anyway. So I'm curious though, how did Woodsy do a trade with you while he was in prison? He's <laughs> <laughs> probably something had to trade him. five packs of smokes for a laptop or a phone so he could have um, clicked accept. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we, one of the things, Havers, is we've been working through the reviews so far. We've just been going through the, the winners of the awards out of the voting. Yep. And uh, Kamish, did Havers win anything? Anything? No, he was um, yeah, absent. No one. He, he got some votes <laughs> in the worst trader. Um, but, yeah. I hardly oh. sent out any trades this year. That's Well, maybe yeah, that's why. Probably like, yeah, like an all-Australian fullback. Like, you, you just get some votes on reputation, <laughs> whether you deserve them or not. But, no, I feel like you could – another interpretation of the term worst trader is – He's the worst at trading. He doesn't do it. He doesn't. He gets yeah. no trades. And Camo, I mean, if you're doing that, you got to vote Camo. Like, he didn't make it. Like, made one trade all year that everyone was like, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, yeah Camo had to do worst trader, actually. Although, as we've already established, I think I won that. And me and Fitzy split it, didn't we? Uh, no, I won it. Well, me and Keeney uh, split it. No, you, you two, yeah, split it. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, you got to say, you got to save me some, some goal for the podcast. I got to listen. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're right, you're right. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it on the up and up. So what, one question I had is, how many votes did Havers get in Best Podcast Guest? Because if he didn't uh, win it, he's absolutely robbed. No, he got one. Everyone just gave votes to Woodsy. So, oh, Havers didn't get a single vote. Havers stats didn't win it. That's, that's a disgrace. Yeah. Uh, Look, not to throw wrong. other members uh, under the bus, but how is Reese Fitzy... Well, Cam was obviously someone playing a joke, and Jared got votes over Havers. Yeah, that's not on. That is not on. Uh, could be a couple of people voting for themselves there. 
when you when you hear the podcast and you hear Fitzy's review of his own season, you'll wonder even more how he got how he got voted for best guest because he didn't even didn't even remember season. What, what, what were we talking about? Um, who was who was your uh, kind of not just from your team but across the league? Who was the difference maker? I missed that. You cut out on that one. Go go again. Oh no. My question was, who was the difference maker? Who was the player across the league who you think who you would have loved to have on your roster this year? Just, just consult his stats. Uh, nah, I've been, I've been lackadaisical on the stats, finally back to work, so it's slipped away a bit. But it's obviously going to be, for me, the difference maker, I could say, would be, um, would be Diggs, because I've looked at him every week thinking oh. I could have had him. <laughs> but... It's got to be, uh, got to be Kelsey. Yeah, it's just, yeah. just such. It's like an extra position every week. It's been a popular uh, answer, hasn't it, so far? Without giving too much away, but um, while while we're on that topic, where would you kind of see him next year? In the first round, in the top five? Well, ho- hopefully, on my team. <laughs> <laughs> if you're picking at the third spot, are you tempted to to grab Kelsey there at pick three? Not at three. Mm. Not at three. You still take one of the one of the running backs at three. Maybe, probably well, after uh, Adams is gone, he'd be the next non-running back taken. Yeah, I was going to say if so for the so I because we were talking so CMC, Kamara, Cook, Henry go first four, and you're looking at Kelsey or Adams. Do you take your Green Bay boy or do you go the top tight end? Um, you got to. I got. I've got to take Adams. That's fair. Like, I don't, but, like, I I don't think the, there's any the, wrong answer in like. No. Like, if you took Kelsey oh. one, like, probably wouldn't be what I'd do. But you can't really be like, well, I don't think that's a wrong decision. It's just they're all superstars. That's the thing. You, you never know um, who gets hurt and where it's going to shake out in the end. I'm but assuming just, whichever one fits he drafts is the one that gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so there's a little... I'm looking forward... I'm already looking forward to hopefully Olympics going ahead so we can start making some some plans. i got some ideas for some for some strategies that we'll see where we are, where we end up as to what they'll be. I'm already... I've already got to think ahead. It's been a, been such a low-scoring run. I've got to, get it, got to get out of it. Got to make some moves. If If you... Switching gears slightly, but if you could kick someone out of the league out of spite, who would it be? Out of spite. It's taking way too long to it's answer. Hayden isn't a spiteful man. It's going to be Fitzy. Oh, Fitzy. Oh. He'd <laughs> be the last just person I'd kick in. Just raise the standard a bit. Like, it's a bit, it's a bit much of an easy oh. beat taking someone who's got a curse. Like, <laughs> And for our, our own good, if the curse is just out of the league, it can't be transferred. That's fair. Okay, well then, I'll ask this question because I thought the answer to this question might have been Fitzy. If you could, you kick someone out, now there's an empty spot. You get to clone someone, so you have them in there twice. Who do you want two of? Oh, <laughs> well, if that's say, the case, then I'm keeping Fitzy in. 
That's what I thought. I'm not raising the standard twice here. I'm coming probably the next to go. Well, uh, well, well, why do we have to get rid of bad people? What we, to be, I'm not going to give away too much of the podcast, but we have had people proposing knife fights between two other team members to see who goes. <laughs> We've had people asking if they could kill someone as well as kick them out if, of the league. If, if, we're going, if we're going top end, it'd probably actually be the commish. I'd let him uh, commish from the sidelines. <laughs> oh, referee. I, I don't know. Just every time he sends me a trade, I just he's got a way about him and you think it's a great idea. And you're always yes. You're always yes to no, not no, <laughs> yes. Like your first thought is yes. And you have to work yourself back to no. I don't know why. Right. There's something about him. It's that base. That's why we have a voted best trader. <laughs> oh, dear. If um, I get, if, if Mel and I break up, Andrew, the first trade answer is no straight away, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't even send it. But... Just to, it's again switching gears completely, but very curious. You um you, you opened up with that your season probably didn't go as well, and it's been a few years now. Are you going to change your view on quarterbacks? Yes. Oh, you are. <laughs> I, no, I say that in theory. <laughs> Come draft day. Round eight comes. Round six comes around. No, nah, round eight comes around. No, nah, we'll see how we go. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, we've uh, we've we've enjoyed having you on the podcast as much as we've enjoyed having you in the league this season. Before we finished, two very quick questions for you. Firstly, who's your tip for Super Bowl this week? Um, I don't know. It's just something about Brady. I just think he'll do something. He'll they'll make it work. The defense is flying around the park. I just they shouldn't win, but they will. Very good. And then the final one, and this is probably more an open-ended question, a bit of a free text type box that we're talking here. Um, your last chance for the season to tee off, floor's yours. Any words of slander you want to give to your fellow league members? Uh, pretty good. Like Andrew said before, I'm not a spiteful man. It's been a been a good season. I'll I'll leave I'll leave that to people who's it's their forte. <laughs> well, um, it, uh, yeah, definitely not your Matt Forte. So thank you for having uh, for, for being part of the league during the season. Been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Looking forward to seeing you at the Super Bowl. Thanks, guys. Look forward to it as well. Thanks, mate. Diplomatic as always. All right. And then we're going to give this our next guest a bit of an intro because we've the, the podcast pulled our money together to hire a private eye just to try and track the man down. He's refused to come on the podcast all year, but I can reveal exclusively that we have and have managed to track him down and we are joined by the one, the only, the formerly reigning champ, Cam. How are you, mate? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. It's been a while. I don't recognise these faces. <laughs> what have you got against the podcast? <laughs> I, it's just better things to do with my time. Got that empty bench spot. I've got to look at filling every every week and can't seem to find anyone decent. Is the rumor that um, yeah you still haven't bought an alarm clock? So just like uh, in the semi-finals, you've slept through uh, your uh, podcast appearances, just like you slept through uh, changing your lineup. 
Mate, I just it just one other thing that didn't seem worth my time to uh to make an effort for. I thought I thought my boy Zeke had it and we uh we just let it let it let it ride. My ride or die, I was sticking with him. There's no no changes made there. <laughs> what what would you say is a worse trait of your personality? The fact that you have complete disdain for the podcast or the fact that you're a Holocaust denier? <laughs> Yeah, I think there's only one person that's uh, been any podcast, so probably <laughs> going to be the worst. Um, are you worried? So you come up short in the Ochoball playoffs. You had to bail from your Bucks party on Saturday at 8 o'clock, um, and you've got your wedding night coming up. Are you worried it's going to be a three-fit in coming up short in big situations? I'm over two this year, so it's... Uh, it's not looking good, so I'd, I'd, I'd get on the yes. It's probably a short, short yes, but we'll, looks like we might be worth uh, worth getting on. Hey Cam, what's your biggest regret from the year? Um, well, it was obviously uh, probably six or seventh round draft pick. My yeah. boy Russ was Russ was sitting right there, and I just couldn't do it. Could you yeah, take yeah. Wilson at once again and? Well, I know what the year would have been with him. Do you, do you think your win in the championship last year was a fluke or do you put that down to to some level of competence? Oh, I, uh, I, mate, a broken clock's right twice a day, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. We'll, we'll see. There's uh, what are we... With your tenth year, so it's one in. Uh, about, I should get one in the next next fourteen. One dog, one bone. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon cutting your hair had something to do with your change of fortunes? Well, I have. I had been referred to the mythical Samson once or twice in my life, and definitely wasn't my strength that disappeared. That stayed at the same level, so it could have been my uh, my fantasy skills gone. Is there anything, uh, you know? statement, apology, credit card details that you'd like to share with the rest of the Ocho League before we before we wrap up? Uh, just just the fans of the uh, the podcast. They um, they expected expected quality from me and I haven't been able to deliver on uh, on my code appearances. Um, I'd like to apologize to Russ. I'll get you next year. We'll, we'll be all right. Um, apologies to the commission too. You did uh, great work getting in that art, uh, reserve spot this year. Didn't use it as much as I could have or should have. But uh, <laughs> stay next year, maybe. And um, yeah, it's just just everyone, really. Sorry, so I'll let you guys down. Maybe, maybe did, next year. Commission, did Cam win anything on the, uh, on the voting? Uh, oh, he got a uh, worst WhatsApp uh, banter. <laughs> Any response to that, Cam? That sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Well, look, it's been—it hasn't been a pleasure at all. It's been—it's been an absolute—it's been a pain um, over the course of the year. But um, looking forward to getting you on the podcast much more often next year. Hopefully, I expect my uh, my fee coming in the mail. That's how this works, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely checks in the mail. We'll see you at Super Bowl. All right, see you there, guys.
All right, I'm, I'm going to add Dale and we'll just introduce him straight in because I reckon he's going to come in fuming that he had to wait. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's pissed off. <laughs> oh, I, and when he comes in, going, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's all we've got time for on this episode. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Oh, you just made it in. Um, Dale's with us. Hi, Dale. Have a good evening. See you, boys. <laughs> See you, boys. Uh, we are joined, of course, by the... Um... Oh, good. Oh, no. He's, he's oh, drinking. No. Oh, no. We're joined by Dale McAuliffe, um, a man who does not like to wait to join the podcast. So, as usual, he's, he's, he's looking half asleep or drunk. I'm Sipping half asleep. Scotch, how are you, Rose? Mate, I've been, I was pumped about an hour ago. Now it's past my bedtime. I'm good. Uh, Shaz, I wanted to let you know there's minestrone in the fridge, mate, if, you, if you're hungry. Oh, not, not, not much use to me while we're recording a podcast. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Um, how are you? Good to see you. Good. Thank you, Dale. And, and Andrew, hope you're well. Always hey, well. New specs? They look nice. Hey, I know. I've had them most of the season. Oh, Every time you've been on, I've probably been wearing them. Oh, well, I don't really pay attention. <laughs> We talk in seasons, not 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 calendars anymore. It's the Roman calendar's out. It's the Ocho Bowl season is the new metric of time. How would you sum up your season, Raz? An eternity, if we're talking in time analogies. Uh, I think there's there's one word to describe my season. It was unlucky. Cool. Haven't heard that before. Expand. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I mean, just what everything that could have gone wrong did. Uh, you know, lost my two best players at the start of the season. Had by far the hardest draw in the history of Ocho Bowl history. Um, you know, just, just, just we kept going from bad to worse. Actually, it's funny that you say that because, um, Andrew, I think we, as part of the survey, we did do a measure on who was the unluckiest. Oh, how yes, did, actually, yeah, let's hear that. How did that go? Uh, so you did win that, which I was shocked at because the whole reason I put it in there was so that everyone would vote for someone else. So I think you would get annoyed that you didn't win it, and then people still voted for you. I'm like propaganda, it worked. <laughs> what, what 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 did he win by? Uh, let's bring it up here. Search, not add a bookmark. We've gone upscale with our podcast sound effects now, so it sounds like we've got typing noises and clicking noises. <laughs> uh, so Dale got four votes. You got two votes, Manny. Fitzy got three votes. Uh, Woodsy, Jared, and Camo all got one vote. Camo got one. Oh, 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 no. No. no, I will not stand for that. Is the worst 8 no in history of fantasy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I just say, so I actually did it. I actually went through and... Um, and calculated everyone's season in the same way I did my own. And Stephen, am I going early or am I allowed to reveal some results? You can reveal results, mate. To your, to your, your segment, you do what you want. Good. Okay. Um, so I went through it and I did the unluckiest season ever. So, yeah. Uh, and that's all we got time for. That's no, so we keep going. <laughs> well, it was actually super interesting doing it. So it was obviously based on everyone's score. So the seasons that they played out. Um, so my season, my fixture came in the hardest. Um, so across the board, there was an average of 3.9 wins and no one would have made playoffs if they had my schedule. Um, who'd you say there? You said Manny, Manny had the third. Yeah. So come on. So I'll go through the, the hardest three. So it was myself and then it was actually Ben and so Ben 
see, not Woodsy, and, and yourself, man, he had the three hardest schedules. Ben and you had an average of 5.7, and only three people would have actually made the finals, um, Jared, Woodsy, and Camp, if they had your roster um, fixtures. Everyone else would have missed. Um, at the other end of the scale, uh, so who do we reckon had the easiest um, schedule? Uh, well, Camo, then Daylight. Andrew Camo, Keeney Camo? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was actually Havers. Oh, oh yeah, he did. The, yeah, in fairness to him, he said that pretty much. Yeah, so Havers had uh, 8.3 was the average win. So everyone would, uh, and uh, how many people? 10, approximately 10 people would have made the finals on Havers' one, uh, <laughs> including Fitzy. It was actually Fitzy's best oh. one. He would have had seven wins. So it would have come down to, um, you know, the, the tiebreaker, but Fitzy would have had seven wins and potentially could have snuck into finals. Keeney, you still wouldn't have made it. Actually, you wouldn't have made it. To, wouldn't have mattered whose schedule you had, Keeney. You weren't <laughs> making finals this year. Uh, you were actually the only one not to get more than seven wins. Um Ben would have made finals. Uh, ben would have made finals if he had Camo's schedule. So Camo's was the second easiest. Uh, nine teams would have made finals on Camo's schedule. Hilariously, though, Andrew, you actually missed on Camo's schedule. Oh, that's I don't a great start. I don't so, know how it happened, but you actually missed the finals. You only had the, six wins. The listeners yeah, have been know. treated. Sorry, the listeners have been treated to a bit of a trade bombshell that never went down with Havers at the start of the year. And now you're telling me he had the easiest schedule by far. He might have won the league if he just pulled the trade. He probably would have. Jeez. That's unreal. Oh, I can't wait to listen to find out what the trade was. <laughs> it's oh, huge. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. It would have been the trade of the year for sure. Well, yeah. in, in, in positive trade of the year. Like, oh, actually, I don't know. A couple of the players that Keeney gave Andrew were pretty, pretty one way. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and the other one, the other interesting one was actually Reese. So Reese actually would have only made the um, the finals on six schedules. So mm-hmm. he was just lucky to get one of those ones that he actually made it on. Um, and he had the third easiest fixture and actually underperformed based on kind of how the average was, but he's at 7.4. So yeah, his was interesting. Keeney, you kind of came in in the middle with 6.6 and Andrew, you were the same 6.8. So about half the league would have made the finals on your fixtures. I do so, like this yeah. uh, analysis from you, Dale. Is it helping you sleep at night? It is. It Knowing is. Knowing that you had <laughs> And no matter what happened, you were destined not to make the playoffs because no one would have. Correct, yeah. And I would have made it in eight of the uh, eight of the 12 fixtures. There were three yeah. others that uh, that tripped me up. Uh, Manny, yours was one. Actually, Keeney, I wouldn't have made it on yours. And Ben's was the other one. Tough draw. Yeah. Um, so you, now, you couldn't have made it on the second bottom team or third bottom team schedule is what you're saying. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Well no one, yeah, other than Woodsy Cam and Jared. Yeah. And I would have and I finished higher than Andrew on his, so that made me feel really good actually. Yeah. I mean because I feel like you were the harshest on me. To defend myself. Like there is like because I won games early, like when I had Sanders and he was injured, I didn't trade him out because I'd had the wins in the back. Whereas like if I had had a Dale like record, I would have traded him out for someone to try and get those wins. And you probably look at a better score at that point. Um, so I mean, I mean it's interesting, but yeah, I mean it's in the facts. It's you know where you end up in the end of the day that counts. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm happy with how, where I ended up after this, so that makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Dale, not much went right as we've we've been through for the last 28 minutes. 
But one thing that went, um, one thing that did go right was the the name change, the DJ Chark do 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 do. Is that something you'll be spending a little bit more time on in the off season to make sure you nail that from the get go? Because I think your fortunes turned around once that name change. I had my two highest scores straight after that. Um, and I think just pulling the trigger on some trades has reinvigorated, uh, reinvigorated the season for a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I think I definitely will be putting some more effort into the and, name. And given that DJ Chark himself will probably be catching balls from Trevor Lawrence next year, surely you stick with the do-do-do-do's in 2021. Is that Does that... I don't know what yeah, a Trevor Lawrence is, but um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> sure, I'm sure. Yes, okay, yeah. yeah let's double down on the DJ Chuck. <laughs> he, he's the next Niners kicker. Get around him. Get around him. <laughs> next okay. question, Dale, is how high are you going to take Blake Jarwin next year? That, that was he doesn't remember who he is. <laughs> his face is his like staring like, wait, what? Wait, is that Dalton Schultz? Who's that? Uh, yeah, no, Blake uh, Jarwin. Who's the yeah. Cowboys tight end you took in round 14 <laughs> that you were pumped on? And then he uh, yeah, got injured well, in week before, like in week one. Is he, is he still with the Cowboys? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we back next I year. I might take him in. Maybe, maybe, we'll go, maybe I might take him before a defense next year. How about that? <laughs> What's your biggest regret from the draft or the rest of the year? Uh, I guess? Biggest regret actually was taking, I think I've spoken to you about this one, was actually taking Saquon. Um, pick two. I was never comfortable going into the draft taking him. I just, I think I got sucked in on the hype around him. Um, I always, I liked it, either Kamara or um, or Zeke, um, but I just, yeah, I got sucked in and 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 went in on Saquon, and then he obviously got injured, so um, turned out to be a horrible pick. But yeah, I'd probably next time go with a proven campaigner if I get another really high one, rather than someone who is projected to kind of have their breakout season. Would you, look Would you make the for a second first rounder again next year or oh, yeah, that was fine year? no yeah definitely <laughs> i wouldn't change a thing come at me everyone i will definitely yeah i'll be trading all preseason again that was a lot of fun any early thoughts commission around what you might be leaning towards for the draft order well because we, we might get the olympics right yeah if there's olympics it's going to be olympics themed if it's not Olympics, then I'm going to have to think of something else because I haven't done any prep on, like, so fingers crossed we get an Olympics. Actually, speaking of draft order, and I, tell me if I've told this before to you guys. I don't think I have, though. If it's about another the league. The marble race. <laughs> no, the marble race led me to one of the greatest discoveries of my life, which is, you know, when you've got people over for dinner and you can't decide what to have for dinner? You just chuck on a random marble race and you assign a colour to each food type and then just watch it go. And it's so yeah. interesting. It goes for like two minutes. It's amazing. Your life has taken off, mate. That's um, <laughs> outstanding. I'm glad. Co- the year of COVID. The year of COVID. Hey, um, Raz, you, you, you mentioned regrets. How big a regret was um, dropping the future all-time greatest wide receiver rookie? <laughs> this is my question. Uh, uh, look, I don't really, he didn't actually, he wasn't on my list by the time round one started. So I, 
yeah, look, I don't really no regret it. who he was when you drafted I did. him. <laughs> I did it. He was, at the start of the I year, he was listed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was, he came out, actually, I was using Fantasy Pros and he was next up on the Fantasy Pros rankings, which is why I took him. Um, and then, yeah, in the preseason, I was kind of playing around with a few things. He was listed third behind, I don't know, Bilal Powell. Is it his name? Someone else. Um, Bison Johnson. Johnson. That's the one. Um, Bison <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> The bison, uh, yeah, uh, that guy. So I just, yeah, I got rid of him. He wasn't worth keeping. And then, um, no, and I actually, I remember the week he went nuts, and um, I think someone bid like fifty waiver points on him or something to get him. And I remember laughing and messaging Camo on the side, like, "Oh, what an idiot! Whoever did that, you know, what a waste." Um, yeah. So that's probably the bigger regret is like laughing at the waiver pick, actually. <laughs> yeah, one of Ben's best moves, and then he traded him to the. Eventual champions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if now you know who he is, where do you reckon he'll go next year? Uh, oh, he's got to go second round. You imagine, depending if we do like a super flex or something. But yeah, yeah based on the if you if we keep the list the same, you'd, you'd imagine he's the second rounder, top twenty, maybe maybe slides to twenty five. Where does Kelsey mm. go? Do you think? Oh, I wonder if you clans will take him early, I hope. <laughs> How early? Like, what, what do you I, reckon he... Not I, I, I feel like someone probably will go top five, but, yeah, like, uh, I still wouldn't touch him in the top ten. Oh. I think you're the first Bolton person... To and... Yeah, I still think there's... Uh, like, a, it, it happens every now and again. Like, you know, a Kelsey type will launch themselves up and, you know... Yeah, I, I think there's more coming through in the tight ends. This was a very bad year for them, but I feel like there's a few coming through. Yeah, I, I agree with what you say about him launching himself up. Definitely a breakout year for Travis Kelsey, never heard of before, and all of a sudden comes from nowhere. I mean, he's um, put himself ahead of everyone else by so far now, but it, I feel like the others will catch him, as they always kind of do. You know, Jimmy Graham did the same thing a few years back, yeah. quite a few years back. Gronk did, and then everyone caught them. So there's always a hype player. Who, who's your most underrated player for next year then? Like, who's a guy who this year you reckon hmm, he might be some value next year? I reckon he's going to be great. Um, I know the guy that Kenny said before that quarterback. I don't know. Maybe like a. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you. Maybe Tevin Coleman. I don't know. Someone's Ooh. got to run the ball at um, San Fran. Awesome. So. There you go. Mm, that's, like that, that, that's, that's a, a little insight take. you're getting. Yeah. Who, who's your tip for Super Bowl? Uh, really, I don't want either to win. Like, can we just have a COVID outbreak in the middle of the game? Maybe the weekend comes down with COVID and they abandon the game halfway through. Can oh. we go with that? So, so is it because you don't you don't like Mahomes or you're sick of the Chiefs already? What 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 don't you like? Uh, yeah, look, I'd probably lean towards the Chiefs more than like I'm just sick of watching Tom Brady win everything. Um, but I do like that story that they just this ragtag group of guys got together and could potentially win a Super Bowl. Um, and then yeah, Mahomes they won it last year. He's pretty arrogant. Um, so yeah, mm. yeah. And Andrew wore K- Andrew wore Kansas City turf last year, and yeah, they beat San Fran. So I uh, yeah, of course you are. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, I don't like either. Well, will one, you be wearing a San Fran or any sort of NFL jersey to the Super Bowl next week? I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. 
you wouldn't wear a Swans jumper if they weren't in the AFL Grand Final. So I'm not sure whether to just to pull that out just for the sake of it. Yeah, it feels like the Super Bowl is different. I don't know about you, what your you guys' opinion is, but I feel like every, a lot of people wear NFL Guernseys at uh, Super Bowl parties. I, I feel like that happens a lot. I feel I mean, like you've like got it because when else are you going to wear it? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like, it's the only NFL get together you really have in Australia. Whereas, like, you know, here I go to the footy nearly every week. Like, it's. So, I mean, it's the only opportunity man is going to get to wear a Vikings one at the Super Bowl. So. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. Or, or a North one in public. <laughs> it's funny. I was, I was going to retort, but actually, I realized everyone on this podcast right now's team has made a Super Bowl in recent years. So. <laughs> It's true. And um, uh, yeah. I was going to say, we, we often ask, or we have asked the guests uh, who their Super Bowl tip is, but the other main question we're asking is um, just a status update on the Fantasy Pros login and whether you'll be using it next year um, or, or what the update there and how you found it this year. Fantasy Pros? Uh, yeah. No, yeah, it's so knows. Fantasy knows. I um no, I I quite like it. I actually doing NBA fantasy as well, and I've started using it for that as well. So no, I'm all over it. I only use the free edition though. I'm not giving them any money. Um, the free edition gives me enough info to get me through. Um, so don't. I'm uh, I'm all for fantasy knows. Get on board, Keeney. It couldn't do anything but that. help. It couldn't do anything but help you from last year. <laughs> I don't doubt that. <laughs> um, another question I got for you is: Do you think Fitzy can make the playoffs next year? What 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 kind of percentage are we giving him? Uh, well, based on based on my on my Excel spreadsheet in front of me, he's got a one in twelve chance of making it. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, he look, he just needs just to. Does he need read. motivation? I don't think it's motivation. I think it's just just some smarts. I don't know. He just he just needs to just not take plays that he's heard of and maybe just try a totally new strategy. Um, yeah, maybe maybe draft only under twenties. I don't know. They just yeah, he's just horrible at it. Sorry, well, Fitzy, I love on, you, but you just you just yeah, you're just no good at fantasy. Well, based on history, he's never won more than seven games, and the two seasons he's won seven games were when we played an extra game. So on history, <laughs> it's going to be hard for him to make the playoffs. But has he yeah. ever been more motivated? Yeah, well, how many? If he's one in twelve, how many years are we up to? He's he's got he's coming up close. Hmm. Uh, so one, two, three, four. I agree. He, he does need he does need a new strategy. The celebration of ten years of Ocho. Ten years. Wow. Wow. Could this I agree. be a year? He does need some um, a new strategy, and one of them could be not um, starting his revision ten minutes before the draft, which he openly admitted, <laughs> saying that that's what happens every year. So, Fitzy, maybe like 20, 30 minutes before next year would be good. But um, there's, there's going to be a few people cheering for him, that's for sure. Take the day off. That's what I, I actually found. It was nice and uh, just was able to clear the mind the day of the draft. It was, it was a good, good long run up for it. <laughs> meditation in the morning yeah. you know it, it was funny right? so I'd spent weeks planning for it and I actually didn't do any I didn't touch the spreadsheet the day of the uh, the day of the draft I just did some gardening I actually sowed some grass in the morning it was uh, it was a very relaxing day <laughs> just plant oh, some God. seeds in the garden to plant some seeds in your fantasy uh, that's, it. I, that's it I do like that though because you, often you can get 
um, railroaded on that last day to changing your rankings at the last minute. Got your rankings set. Let it. Hey, let them. You know. You know all about that. Yeah. Let it just gotta, That's it. Don't let the media dictate terms, and away you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then, are you, so Josh Allen next year, obviously, is a big part of your team. Are you going to be reaching for him next year to have him back again? I almost would actually. I fell in love with him in the end. I think you know that was a much, uh, much debated trade, which. I think in the end, I, I'm claiming the win over Woodsy in that one, especially given the way he performed, you know, in um, those last few weeks would have really, um, yeah, I, I think I would. He's another one though. He could have, you know, a Deshaun Watson type year coming off it or even, a, you know, a Lamar Jackson where he just can't get going and he just, you know, just splutters along with twenties all year. So, but yeah, look, if he's there and no one goes too early on him, then I think I probably would have another dip at him. I enjoy the early coaster. You're going to have to go early because he's my number one quarterback target for next year. Oh, well, there you go. Well, then you can ease yours. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking, I really like the the kind of retain one player of your list um, keeper. rule. The, yeah, the keeper button. Um, and I think he'd almost like be a good candidate. If I didn't have Delvin Cook, who I think would just be a, like a lock, um, Allen would be a very close second. Um, but then I got to probably take Metcalf as well. Actually, yeah, no, Allen probably wouldn't make the cut. Yeah. I think. Most of the keepers, you probably you add like three rounds onto their thing, so you, you probably wouldn't be able to keep Cook, but you'd be able to keep Metcalf for an early pick. Or yeah, I mean, it depends on what we work out, but mm. um, yeah, it's normally the first round picks you don't get to keep. Go all out, put a bidding system in, <laughs> just for father sons. Just for those, just for just for those ones, just for the keepers. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Brady's son will be too old to play soon. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> what do you reckon, Steve? Should we let uh, Dale just have the floor if he wants to tee off on anyone? Just to I think so. so yeah. Who, 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 who? Yeah. If you, if you've been, and I know you're not a man to boil up your anger and just store it and let it out in one big go, but if, if you do <laughs> if want you to were. say anything, <laughs> if you were, <laughs> the floor is yours. And well, just before you start, we just want to let you know that. Um, there has been a few jabs at you, uh, even more than the COVID vaccine estimates. Of just, oh, people oh, just being straight at Dale. Oh, the commish singers on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I'm not saying who, I'm just saying that, you know, he needs to be aware that he should be throwing haymakers because it's, it's not coming from just one direction. That's interesting. I don't know whether you're just trying to throw me because I was going to come straight at you, Andrew, but... Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, now look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I, just, I love love. Um, I must say, I did get quite frustrated with the uh, the, the podcasts about four weeks into the go in, left in the season. Just just the lack of analysis, um, you know, by the two hosts were just quite poor. Just you know, two making, hosts making. Yeah, yeah I was I when Keeney Keen, was definitely <laughs> off that week. I'll leave you out of that one, Keeney. You definitely. <laughs> You got my vote as the the best uh, the yeah. best podcast host by far. Um, yeah, yeah so you know, I think if yeah, if, if your boys are going to host a podcast, then yeah, you got to really lift your uh, lift your knowledge and and kind of <laughs> intel and analysis of the games and understand what people are going through in their own minds. It's not just what you're thinking is happening. You know, you got to really broaden your your expenditure. I don't even know what I'm waffling on about here. Um, <laughs> so, just are, are, you, are you 
you putting your hand up to host the podcast next year? Because you obviously got a headset, so you're half the way there. If, 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 sure, I can come on. I can probably no, not on. come on, host it. We, we're looking for <laughs> the feedback was pretty clear from the pundits <laughs> out there that we we definitely need to replace one of the hosts. So what about, wondering if you put your hand up. What about Raz? Just one man podcast thoughts. I know we talked about that with Woodsy, but if if we get, I'd listen to an hour of Woodsy and an hour of Raz separate. I think no, combine them like a um, like yeah, a. Um, What's the ESPN one where they argue in the morning? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Harley, yeah. First take. Uh, Harley Freshwater is. Um, it's just uh, Dale and Woodsy, uh, half an hour every morning, just talking about the Ocho Ball issues. That would be. It could be a good side pod to your <laughs> to your main one. Um, yeah, I would do that with Woodsy. That'd be fun. I don't think he'd agree <laughs> based on his feedback. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Woodsy. <laughs> you jerk with your, fake, with your fake Italian accent. You're not even Italian. Grow up. <laughs> he's, that was he's too heard easy. That you, he heard that you logged in on his fancy pros login once and he's cracked it. If, if, if you had the login details, would you log in? <laughs> what is it? That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> ben, oh, oh, poor guy. He just, oh, he's nothing without Gaz. The late cookies. Who, who, out, of, out of you and Woodsy, who who rocks that haircut better? The sort of half balding, slim hair. <laughs> the potato. Actually, mine's um, it's pretty average at the moment. But uh, look, Woodsy has always aspired to be more like me from when I took him under my wing. You know, when he joined the the Mazenov Football Club in the thirds, he uh, you know, he looked up to me as a as a father like figure. And I feel like he's he's definitely lost his way. And I need to just maybe just give him a big big hug at, at Super Bowl. Is he going to be there? The yeah, captain. he is. Ah, oh, damn. Um, you know, <laughs> had to be good seeing him. <laughs> Uh, well, mate, it, th- th- thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for patiently waiting there for a full eight minutes or however long we made you wait. It's been a pleasure having you in the league this season. Look forward to seeing Super Bowl. See you here at 6am for pre-breakfast. You know, I won't be there for that, but I'll, uh, I'll bring Free my spreadsheet so we can we can all review my spreadsheet together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds good. Right, boys. Thanks, mate. Yeah, Have a good one. I'll see you next week. So. Well, we're really changing gears now with our next guest. It's good to have a man that isn't going to surprise anyone and probably doesn't doesn't express a whole heap of love for us. I talk, of course, of the luckiest man alive, particularly in Ocho 2020, Michael Cummins. Way come G'day, guys. Um, is this the 2021 draft or what are we what are we up to now? <laughs> it's about eight <laughs> months after you scheduled to call me. <laughs> what pick have I got? Well, let's say you've got pick one. Who are you taking? <laughs> Uh, good question. Not sure. Are we still what? How do you PPR, spell Herbert? Twelve team redraft. I can't remember. Yeah, good yeah, call. Yeah. I was, I was good take a QB early. For it, but I mean, what's the point? Yeah, good point. I'm not going to respond to any trades. What, what happened <laughs> to all those people that made forty thousand trades before uh, the draft? Well, the, do we ever league? work out? Do we ever work out who who won those trades? It's a good question, actually. Um, we, 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 we get Havers to do an analysis, but from the feedback, oh, yeah, for sure. people wouldn't enjoy that. So oh, really? Yeah, I thought apparently. Havers' work was outstanding this year. Vote accordingly, mate. He, he got less votes <laughs> as best podcast guest than Cam. 
We got less space oh, than Cam and Cam didn't turn up. <laughs> it's very harsh. Yeah, who'd you vote for, by the way? For best podcast guest? Yeah. Um, I don't reckon you filled out the survey. Considering I didn't <laughs> listen to any. <laughs> I know Someone I voted for you, voted so it could have been yourself. I certainly voted for... I voted for Andrew for best podcast host. I know that. I understand. Um, yeah. Oh, for guests, so, I probably... so that and your three of your own votes is how you got to four. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> for best guest, I probably voted for Woodsy just for hits and giggles. Just <laughs> mm. sure. Uh, um, how, how would you uh, how would you rate your your twenty twenty season? Oh. It's pretty unlucky, really. That's how I'd start off with, like, losing OBJ. Um, like, I can't even think what else was unlucky. Like, most of my bench players didn't really a reason sort of perform. So, um, uh, like, CEH, he, he was a bit unlucky during the year as well. Um, like, Juju. Had a couple of touchdowns taken off him. Like, if I had an ounce of luck, I would have been a contender. No oh, doubt. Can, I, can, I, can I tell you a fact that we learned earlier in the podcast that yeah. might make you feel a little more aggrieved about your bad luck? Yeah. If the commish had had your schedule, he yes. wouldn't have even made the playoffs. Yeah. yeah so the, the ultimate champion with your schedule wouldn't have made the playoffs. Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I was actually, um, I had a quick look through my team and how I went this year when I found out we we're doing a podcast tonight. I actually, but I have two top 10 tight ends, a couple of top sort of 15 running backs. Once again, a couple of top 15 wide receivers. At any given time during the year, I had the number one quarterback. So I had plenty going for me. But yeah, just bad luck cost me in the end, I suppose. But that's fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was it was rotten luck that you traded the best QB in fantasy for Justin Herbert. That was really unlucky, unlucky mate. Uh, you know, it happens just, to the best of us. Can I just go through my uh, my trading process there? Do we need when to? I actually, oh, he plays for the Chargers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, when I suggested that trade offer on this very podcast, um, the Cardinals had the buy that week, but unfortunately, Fitzy didn't listen till the week after. Um, so I missed the bonus week of uh, a QB. Had to play some scrub when when uh, Kyler was on on his buy, and then. I felt like I kind of had to go through with the trade once I declared I'd do it. Once Fitzy um, offered it to me a week and a half later, I thought I'd better still take it up. So that's yeah, where we're at. outsmarted you again. You, you got did. me as well. Don't worry. I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Got you a few times, didn't he? We saw. <laughs> actually, I actually think on this podcast that at the after week five, you were 5-0. and oh, And I think I did say on the pod that it was the luckiest 5-0 and I've witnessed. Um, he needs to make a move or else he's not going to go anywhere. You ended up going 3-5 and five on the way home. Was that yep. just all bad luck or was it uh, not enough moves made with a pretty weak roster, in fairness? Yeah, yeah. And I think that was the thing. I didn't have any depth, so it was a bit hard to make any, uh, any moves when I didn't have much depth. Um, I like a two-for-one trade sort of thing, and I just didn't, didn't have enough guys on the bench that I could offer up to upgrade the starters. So I you think it, the, the season ended up ended up probably finishing where I should have, to be fair. Yeah. Well, on that, yeah. 
uh, you did get voted the most kissed on the dick by the league. <laughs> yeah. So you've taken that prestigious award home. Brilliant. Is there a trophy involved? Um, no, just a demonstration. Oh, <laughs> oh, the Ocho Bowl, hey? Never fails to disappoint. Speaking of disappointing, who, 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 if you could kick someone out of the league, who would you get rid of? You, for sure. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Yeah, what, like, Why is just, this a question? If, Every time I'm on the podcast, who do you want to get rid of? Who do you want to get rid of? Who's the worst person in the league? Which just team do you hate the most? Who's your biggest rival? Who would the well, league be actually, better off without? <laughs> Whatever question you ask me, it's the same answer. All right, fair enough. I'm just building a case if I ever want to take out an AVO. Um, oh, have you? Have you? Um, have you? When we did the question on rivalry round, who did you put? Mm-hmm. Did you put me? Yeah, I would have put you for sure. Yeah. Right. Was that was that on the rationale of there's a genuine rivalry, or just you think it's an easy win? <laughs> Well, it's an easy win if I play during the season. It's not an easy win if I play in the uh, championship game. I think I'm down <laughs> two, two, one, or three, two, or something in in the big dance. But uh, yeah, it's just a run of the mill round during the year, no doubt. Chalk that up as yeah. a buy. Who's your favourite league member? Um, probably Keeney. Hmm. Oh, pretty, is it? What is it? His hair or his? <laughs> his trading tonight. It really is doing plenty tonight. Should yeah. be a video <laughs> podcast this fresh, one. Fresh-ish cut. Fair bit going on there. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I'd say it'd be Kenny just more. Yeah, trading's good, but just the knowledge, um, good banter, all the things you like in a in a league, mate. I suppose. <laughs> is it is it fair to say that um, your time this year in the Ocho Bowl was preoccupied with? Maybe a different league where you went three and ten. Is that? Is there any truth to that rumor? Yeah, that's a really good point. The more, I feel like the more time you spend on fantasy, the worse you go. So that was my uh, my philosophy this year was to really try and not put too much effort into Ocho Bowl and see if see if I could uh, score a win because clearly the more effort I put in to go three and ten is not great. So expect more of the same next year as well. There was a point in the season where in the Ocho Bowl League, you were five and zero, and the other one, I reckon, you're maybe one yep. and four, and they have the same four, entry yep. fee. <laughs> and you're putting all your time into the one where you're one and four. Talk us through your rationale there. <laughs> you, you obviously you're not thinking financial when you're making those decisions. Correct. Yeah, it's it's a pure return on investment, and it's not money. It's it's uh, enjoyment factor, um, and yeah, I mean, it's a dynasty league. Maybe we should do a um, a live dynasty trade tonight, Manny, if you can. Ooh. Uh, well, it depends. If, if, if Keeney does a live draw of the draft order, I'm happy oh, to make yeah. a live dynasty trade. Maybe we'll do that speaking first. Of, speaking of really enjoying um, fantasy and getting a lot of enjoyment out of it, one of the big revelations this year is also you admitting that you just switch off from fantasy during the games and don't even follow along. Not sure how enjoyable that is, but um, I actually tried it one week and I just couldn't hack it. So I don't know how you do it. Nah, well, I, just, I just found I had itchy fingers, mate. I could not possibly like not check something. It's that's, yeah, I can't believe you do that. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming from. I just found myself watching the game one day and I was like, I could see a guy I own wide open. They wouldn't pass it to him, and I was just cracking it. And I'm like, why am I cracking it? 
it's the Jets versus the Browns at 4.30 a.m. on a Monday. Like, just cool your Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the game. Oh, do, do, do you reckon? That is the enjoyment. Is, 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 does fantasy, and this is a question for all of you, but does it yeah. give you net positivity in your life or net negativity? Negative. Like if you add up the impact on your happiness, yeah, and how significantly does it swing you towards the negative? It's a really good point. I feel like I you enjoy a win for about five minutes after the conclusion of the Monday night game, but if you lose, it can you can be dirty or weak. So it's a really valid question you ask. It's funny because I, I I'm and I don't know if this talks to my broader state of mind or something, but I'm the complete opposite. If I win, I check my roster two hundred times that week. Go look at the matchup again. Take a few screenshots. If I lose, we went right. by midday on the Tuesday when the game's finished, or if, even if my game's finished earlier, I forgot that I'm even in fantasy till about Wednesday. Just, I don't know. Just Too something good. wrong with me, I think. Yeah. it's. But why do you do it? If it's so many, they're just so miserable. Why do we put ourselves through it? I'll leave that for Andrew or Kenya to answer. Like the Crows lose when like we have a good team and I'm like shitty till Wednesday. Like, I don't know. It's, I think we're at the point where, you, like, especially if you have a good fantasy thing, you expect to win. And then when you don't win, yeah, I think you've got to temper your expectations, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't, the four, yeah. don't the four of us have, like, 90% of the OJ Bowl titles between us now? Uh, Would that be about right? So what, you guys have got about 20% yeah. between the three. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, oh, there it is. Oh. I was about to describe myself as a raggedy underdog. But I wouldn't say maybe that's why I'm always happy that I after fantasy because I'm not like you, Andrew, expect to win, but I'm not going to lie. I do have um, a couple of Super Bowl-related questions for you, Camo. The first one is pretty straightforward. Who do you think will get the job done uh, on Monday next week? Uh, yeah, no, be the Chiefs quite comfortably, I thought. I can't even see it being close, really. Oof, I, think it, I think it's got blowout, blowout written all over it. Wow. Um, I love a strong been, opinion. Especially if you look at the first time they played, like the Chiefs could have absolutely written them off, but they took it easy. Um, second half probably didn't want to show them everything they've got because Andy Reid probably forward thinking thought they'd be playing again during the year. So, and he, there he's, he was right. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs will just completely dominate them. Yeah. No, no. Nice. What do you and guys sec- reckon? No, just before, I just the second one, mate. Um, mm-hmm. Would you take. Um, over under Mahomes past yards or you watching Justin Herbert highlights videos <laughs> this year? <laughs> he would have to break the all-time yardage record in the <laughs> game of NFL. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. That's where your other that's that's why you're not so sad after fantasy. You just go back to justinherbert.com. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very different type of fantasy king. <laughs> <laughs> well tough as they say yeah absolutely are you um where are you at mentally with your charges these days oh. in a pretty good place yeah. got a new coach new coach so, new so system men, men, it's a good question steve because so mentally charges or demons like what what um what gives you more grief yeah i was gonna say i don't know who, i don't i don't know who i have more faith in right now Jeez, that's a tough call. I really, uh, I don't do myself many favors, do I? <laughs> no. You have the Washington You're, Wizards that us, list as well if you want to. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> we, uh, we mentioned Super Bowl. Put damper on it, things. 
yeah, you have. You've really sucked the oxygen out of this podcast. Any um, wouldn't be the first time. Any <laughs> any chance of pulling a last minute inclusion for Super Bowl? I we wish. might we might have a sneaky little ticket, sneaky little ticket sitting there with your name on it. We've just taken out as a lovely breaking case of emergency insurance policy. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah. I'll let I you know Sunday night. <laughs> um, just to uh, to actually a couple of final questions we've asked a lot of the other guests. First one, Travis Kelsey, big year from him. Where do you reckon he goes in the draft next year? Uh, well, top six probably. Early first round, yeah. Mm. And, and um, just the like, how far in front he is of every other tight end. Um, yeah, you'd have to have to look at him very early. Top would six. You, if you if you if you are sitting there with pick six, are you mm-hmm. taking Kelsey or are you taking Hunter Henry? <laughs> I don't think Hunter Henry plays for the Chargers next year. So, really, where do you reckon he's that, up to? That, um, maybe New England. Could be at the oh, Patriots. Um, do, you, do you want him? I'll tra- I will trade you him now. No, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta wait. I gotta wait and see where he signs. <laughs> That's I'll tell you what. Wouldn't, wouldn't mind him slotting into Kansas City after Kelsey announces a shock retirement. True. Um, Final one from us, uh, unless unless the other boys have any questions. Um, just we just wanted to give you the floor. You haven't said a lot this year, so we just thought, yep. Now's your chance. If you've got anything you want to say to us, um, although you've made your, your views on us pretty clear, but feel free to have another dip, and uh, or, or any of your other league members. Now's your chance. Thanks, Manny. Look, if I had a bit more time to prepare, I might have thought of something. But overall, I'd just like to say uh, thanks to the commission, Andrew, for another fantastic season. Well done, you blokes on the podcast. From everything people have told me, it's been a big success. Can't say I've listened too often, but if you keep it up next season, I might tune in. And, uh, yeah, bring on <laughs> the you, 2021 draft. Are you, um, are you stopping short of guaranteeing victory for your team next year? I'm not going to guarantee victory. Anything can happen in fantasy, but like I'm a shoe in to make playoffs as I have every other year. So once you do that, yeah. you're uh, only so win or two away. Shooting in words there, many. Yeah, because Camo's very used to uh, uh, stopping short in the Ocho Bowl. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, that um, is brutal. Well, hopefully your luck turns around next year for you. Um, Absolutely. For, I'm due. For, I am due. <laughs> you definitely are. Thanks for joining us on the podcast and thanks, for, yeah, as thanks, always, for thanks your for uh, me on, participation boys. this season. Hopefully um, you can download the app again next year and respond to some trade requests. Perfect. <laughs> Looking forward to it, boys. Thanks yeah, for your time. Thanks, thanks mate. Catch up. Bye. Well, big welcome to our next guest, uh, a man who loves a dossier and who loves racing car chairs and unfortunately loves leaving his run too late because he uh, didn't quite get the job done in 2020. I talk of uh, Jared McCluskey. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm good. Uh, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Am I the last? Uh, we've still got a uh, race to go. So you say. Ah, oh, well, I'll be second last. Well, How is everyone? Oh, We're bad. good. Yeah. How, how would you describe your 2020 fantasy season? I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, I did, obviously didn't get the result that I was chasing, but um, it's definitely way more competitive than 
I have been in the past. So it was a step in the right direction. Well, considering you're two and five after week seven, I think, um, to get all the way to third was a pretty good effort in the end. So um, I think you would have been... What, did he... Did Jared win any awards, Kamish? Most yeah, unlucky? Uh, well, no, so <laughs> got, um, he just got the one, which was the best draft pick of Diggs, which yeah. you then had the show earlier that you then uh, pre-season offered... Uh, digs to Havers for um, Anthony Miller and James White. That Havers can you rejected. confirm that? Can you <laughs> confirm that rumor? <laughs> I can't even remember, but I tell you what, I don't doubt it. I honestly offered digs to everyone for almost nothing. Wow! Took him. He ended up yeah. the wide receiver three. Yeah, yeah, had a monster year. He probably goes. Where do you reckon he goes next year? Top. Uh, yeah, yeah, he might yeah. go in the first round, right? Nah, I don't think so. I think probably mid-second. Mm. Mid-second. I think some of the early. tight ends move up and sort of take some of that early wide receiver spots as well. Yeah. I just don't see. Yeah. Yeah, you took him 68. Um, ridiculous, really. In the end, yeah, yeah, that was. Right. I mean, it's hard to, I guess, it's hard to say what the best pick is sometimes when you, you know, you might have like uh, Jefferson, for example, and, and then drop in super late, and <laughs> then yeah, it's top 10, and, and then drop him before week one, yeah, yeah. or you pick Ayuk and you drop him four times, and then <laughs> someone else <laughs> gets <laughs> gets the glory. Well, just a side I found with early rankings for next year. They've got him at pick 11. Okay. Eeks. Okay. Yeah. What's Depends that? What is it? Three, is it? Hill, Adams. It might be three, yeah. Four. So uh, Adams, uh, Hill, Hopkins, and Diggs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Moving away from... Um, Wide receiver. One question we've asked a lot of the the guys on the pod this episode is just your thoughts on on Travis Kelsey and where you think he could end up next year in, in a draft, and and what your opinion on where you would take him would be. Um, uh, I think he goes very early. Um, totally. Oh, yeah, I was going to say six, but. Six has been yeah. a popular choice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think like you, you'd have to pick him around where Devontae Adams goes. Mm. Yeah, that's That'd be a hard, hard pick. Yeah. Yeah. But someone will, someone will go early on him. I mean, traditionally there's been a lot of early tight ends in this league and Kelsey's always gone pretty early. This year was probably the latest he's ever gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so was there anything from this year that you're going to, like a lesson or an idea or something that you're going to try and implement next year? Um, I did see one thing. I don't know if anyone picked up on this. Have you guys seen the stat that you can look at, which is, how many moves the managers made? 
Have you seen that? Is it in like the league overview in the standings? Yeah, you, yeah. You click on team managers and it goes, tells you the managers and then it tells you how many moves they make during the year. So oh, I guess cool. it's like roster oh, yeah, moves okay. and that, right? So trades. Um, maybe we'll just go through the podcast hosts, <laughs> right? Yeah. Have, have you guys go. found it or I've, I've got uh, it up now? Yeah. All right. So do you see where I'm going with this? Maybe I it's, do. Might Maybe it's a good that. idea to to make a few moves. Yeah. So just for those at home, I'll just read from the uh, bottom. So lowest moves, Ben with 13, um, and then Cam with 16, who uh, – and oh, it's also got trades separate. I'll oh, do moves yeah. and then trades. And do second um, do second highest as well, Andrew, before you get to the top one, just so we can see the gap between oh, one and two. I was going to go through. So then uh, – Fitzy at uh, 25, uh, Manny at 33, um, Camo at 35, Reese at 36, uh, where are we? Uh, Keeney at 40, uh, Woodsy at 44, uh, Dale also at 44, Havers at 46, uh, Jared at 60, and then myself at 96. Just a really? whore for the waiver wire, an absolute whore. There's, uh, there's got to be something to that. And then also the trades column. The, just... the made one. The yeah. trades, trades is a big one. Yeah, I was on 13 trades. The next highest was Fitzy on seven. Um, and How then many Jared... of those seven went well? <laughs> uh, Jared <laughs> Woodsy uh, on six, and then everyone sort of a bit below that. Uh, to be fair, half of those moves were probably, whenever I have to pick up a kicker, I would then half the time like change my mind and same with defenses and switch to midweek so it's, yeah it's it's interesting though isn't it like so the winner had 13 trades um obviously self jared and woodsy both had six um you know fitzy had seven but he was i think a few of his trades were obviously very unlucky but the guys that were actually willing to move their roster around a little bit more actually did pretty well this year so pretty good lesson yeah to an extent. Yeah, so I think that's probably one of the things that I I did. It was definitely my most active year by just a huge margin and the best year I've had. So I think there'll be more of that to come. And, and I think as well, like if you're going and you're asking people and just offering trades, like after like some of the ones I offered were like you, you message someone, you're like this, and then they count it back. Like but if you're not actively trying to get the trades you don't get the trades like you only no, get a, right. you only get a couple where people send you um acres for evans out of the blue yeah. and you just yeah yeah and some like some you'll work really hard on and get nowhere like i think i tried to trade for raheem most that i would have sent 40 offers to 50 <laughs> and then um like uh gibson was just like, oh, I'll just have a crack. Like, you know, he'll counter and we'll see where we can get. And he just accepted, uh, mm. got the Gibson trade straight away. It was um, yeah. Freeman for Gibson, just staggering. Straight up. Um, unusually low transactions from uh, from Steve as well, I noticed, which is unlike Johnny Unitas and his sensible haircuts. <laughs> We like to keep our we like to keep our trades relatively sensible in line with our haircuts. I think this and year, wins. yeah. To be honest, I, <laughs> <laughs> nice and trim. 
<laughs> I think for me this year, unfortunately, it was a case of I sort of early on got stuck carrying a few injured players and you just can't do anything with your roster when you've got four or five spots sucked up by guys sitting on the IR. So that's um, yeah, big mistake. That's true. You did grab Michael Thomas early and that maybe uh maybe halted proceedings going forward with uh, waiting for him to come off IR or waiting for him to play. Um, that was pretty tough for you. But anyway, we're not here to talk about you. <laughs> Are we? <laughs> Jared, um, who we've, we've obviously, as you discussed, we're towards the end of the podcast interview season reviews. And it's fair to say there's been a fair bit of animosity from a few of the guests so far. I'm just curious, who would you, if you could kick someone out of the league, first of all, who would it be? I mean, if it was live, I'd kick Woodsy out just to see the reaction. But <laughs> if it was live. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, whoever, who's the least, who's got the least transactions? Let's go for that. Let's be uh, so diplomatic. Yeah, well, you know, I'm an engineer, so. You like high transactions. Um, no, that's fair. Cam. Yeah. Oh, no, hold on. Ben. Ben. ben oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Make some moves. Yeah, Ben's got four trades. He's, so he's got 13 yeah, moves, but four of those are trades. Yeah, but that's just because you've got 47 trades and you just go, hey, Ben, what are you reckon of this one? <laughs> so, like, it's the. A- the says, different yeah. hosting techniques of Kenny and I just asking questions about team and then Manny just trying to get people riled up to take shots at each other. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you said there's so. been some animosity. Is that one? Is it? Who, is, who's is that? Oh, yeah. questions or there was? There's been a lot of feedback that people are unhappy with you. Um, the <laughs> who's your favourite league member? Like who, who adds the best value to the league? Uh, uh this season. Uh, for me, I'll say two. For oh, actually, I'll just say one. Dale, I reckon Dale's <laughs> Dale's a unlucky season, and him just letting everyone know about it all year has oh, probably worry. been one of the he highlights for me. He doesn't mention it on the pod. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've never seen a man after the whole thing's finished and it's completely finished. There's, there's no like it's worthless. It's done. I've never seen another man spend like three weeks preparing for a postseason review to basically justify how unlucky he was. He <laughs> was sifting through spreadsheets and it was... He might have a new stat on draft night next year. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's literally, it's not quite there, but it's getting towards the levels of 2018 Andrew who still pines <laughs> on about his team. No, he didn't have a championship. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's fair. Looking to next year's draft, um, you know, we've been talking about players. Are you looking to target? How early are you going to be taking Ben Roethlisberger next year? (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I think uh, maybe I should do everyone a favor and take him so that nobody comes that bad luck. But uh, (laughs) no, I don't think. uh, I don't think I'll be ever rostering Ben Roethlisberger again. <laughs> I just six point seven. It's outrageous. Like it was outrageous at the time, and now it's even more outrageous. Like it wasn't like he was playing a good defense. It was Cincinnati. They were the shut up shop. Oh, just like 
you, when when you watch that game, especially the first half, he was just a deer in headlights. They were all over him. I don't know what happened with that defense. I don't know what was said. I don't know <laughs> what got him so pumped up. But I, I don't think I've ever seen a defense play like that. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I need to send him a bouquet because if you'd run that and then beat me, come back with Adams and um, oh uh, the Diggs game, yeah, yeah Diggs. Uh, <laughs> I'd be ashamed myself. Yeah, yeah. I just um yeah that that um it actually rounded off the season nicely. I think that kept my Dak overs my first five weeks of Dak was better than my weeks six through 16 of the rest of my quarterbacks <laughs> so well, uh, speaking of I Dak, think you'll took... know if, even if I've got pick one I'll be taking Patrick Mahomes I was gonna say <laughs> uh, speaking of Dak mate you, you took a QB relatively early or you took one of those top kind of tier guys in Dak yeah. Prescott got a bit unlucky there but um, is that something you'll probably look to replicate again next year Oh, grab those top guys. I'll go earlier. Yeah, I can't. I'm not dealing with that problem again. <laughs> I'd rather just. I'd rather make the mistakes I made with, you know, playing the wrong running back or wide receiver or something, every now and then, than just getting, like the I had a zero point seven from Carr. I had a fucking two from Brady. <laughs> Like, I can't deal with that again. <laughs> I mean, you might be yeah. going for a quarterback and a backup quarterback early. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have to take my homes to my homes into Lamar well, at the turn or something. <laughs> we, we talked about Kelsey already, but I think I think we we haven't talked enough about Mahomes next year. I can see him being a first round pick. I I can just see some players just saying, I know it's not popular. I know it's not always the said thing to do, but that kind of theory, Jared, of just maybe in the second round, maybe just biting one off and, and knowing you've got an elite guy at that position and not having to worry about it for the whole year, hopefully. So would you do yeah, something like it, that if he's there at, like, say, say, early second round? Is that something you'd look at? I'd think about it, but, I, I mean, this league is such a running back heavy league early that, it really, those strategies are really hard to come back from. And I think like, uh, you know, you went sort of um, RB0 and I went RB0. I just got a bit luckier. Um, it's hard to, to find those players later in the draft. Mm. And you really sort of just, I turned my roster over pretty quickly trying to find a running back. And I think that's where most of my trades and most of my ad drops were. Um, so I'd like, I mean, I think you, most teams will probably want to sew up uh, a quarterback or a tight end early. You probably see preference of one or the other. Mm. Mm. It's yeah, if you can get good. one, it's all right. It's where, as I did in 2019, where I took Mahomes and Kelsey and you just end up with, like it's just so hard to come back because you've spent so much on these two positions that yeah. you're then struggling in quarter in uh, running back and wide receiver. Like it's just tough. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, the other thing I guess is uh, how did the the survey go? Will there be consideration mm. to changes? And good question. Uh, 
super uh, flexes or more wide receivers or whatever the other options were. Uh, I think it'll just be a third wide receiver at the moment. Okay. <laughs> just, 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 we built up that for the entire episode and then all of a sudden just, that nah, it comes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, it's fine. That's, that's what we do as a journalistic integrity driven podcast. Um, Quick question for yourself, Jared. Uh, the Super Bowl is next week, um, and I have yep. it on good authority that you were struggling a little bit by the end of the day last year. Are you planning a similar performance? Yeah, yeah, I um, <laughs> I think the year before last, I was really, really dusty, and then last year I was pretty bad. I think it'll probably be if I'm working from home on Tuesday, I'll, yeah, I'll probably write that day off too. <laughs> if I'm expected to go in and do work, <laughs> I might have to. Uh, I'm only on a contract, so I'm still still got to impress it. On, it's not like you operate so heavy machinery or anything for a living. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, who, who, who's your tip for BOG at Super Bowl? <sighs> I talk of off-field, of course, just in case that wasn't Yeah. Cool. I mean, feel free to give an MVP tip while you're at it, but... Um, oh, I think... I think it might be... I'll go with Woodsy. I'm hopeful. I'm Is hopeful that, that he's still got that same attitude of trying to be the... Uh, trying to be the... The people's chant. <laughs> Maybe a few rounds. Yeah. A few shouts. A few shouts on the bar. He did well in yeah. side bets as he's been willing to tell us. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he owes me. What, was it one or two beers in the end? For that, yeah. for that whooping that he gave me. So at least I got a free drink out of it. Yeah, he did well. And uh, just to finish us off, um, any final words as we say farewell to the 2020 Ocho Bowl season? Anything you'd like to share with your fellow league members and, of course, all of the listeners out there? Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Pure poetry. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. You, you've been one of the, the real stories of the year, I think, over the course of the season. And yeah. The late run, and anyone who enjoyed watching Ben be minus four at halftime in the game to effectively decide your season, particularly Andrew, I'm sure, um, will have uh, definitely hold on to that memory for some time to come. So, thank you for the year, and look forward to seeing you at Super Bowl. No, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And after 11 of the uh, probably the less interesting league members, we finally got to the main event. The moment you've all been waiting for. We our last pick one of the year, pick one in our hearts. I talk, of course, about Reese Montgomery. How are you, Reese? I'm doing great. How are you guys all going? A bit weary, to be honest. Thank it's you. been about a nine-hour podcast recording marathon. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hanging in there. We're all very, very eager, full of anticipation to see Andrew reveal the league changes if there are any for next year. Um, how did you... Uh, how would you summarise your season? Uh, troubled. <laughs> uh, 
I, th- I felt it was very mistake-ridden. Uh, a few decisions that really cost me. Um, but I had a good platform. I just wasted it, I guess. Gave uh, hand- Handed Andrew the championship, I feel like. <laughs> Which particular mm. mistakes are the ones you rue the most? Uh, draft-wise, Zach Ertz. Um, and then two trades that I did. So I traded Gibson for Devonta Freeman uh, just when Saquon got injured. Um, and then I traded Chubb for Lockett, thinking maybe Lockett could put in maybe a big performance for me like he did earlier, but I think he got like four points every week. Yeah, we just went through all the... the uh the moves that every manager made with Jared just before. And, and uh, as you said, two trades and they were your only two trades of the year as well. So pretty quiet on the trade front, really. Maybe that speaks volumes of how well you drafted. Yeah. I, f- I feel like I, I had good value and I didn't want to waste it. So I wasn't just going to be a woodsy and throw out, all the kinds of trades or Jared who just sent out the same trade for the same player <laughs> every time. Well, uh, and, and obviously a bit of a frustrating year as well with CMC um, consensus. Number one pick had to take him um, doesn't pan out because he's injured 80% of the year. So frustrating. If you got the one one next year, would you go back to the well? Uh, probably. I feel like when he's like, the few games he did play, what I think his lowest score was about 25. So, yeah, like the one week he came back, he got 40 or something like that. Yeah. So you can't, you can't really He's avoid him. Yeah. What about, um, what about Travis Kelsey? How, how aggressive do you think people will be or yourself included um, in, in him next year, just because of the position um, dominance that he provides week in, week out? Uh, I guess wait to see with Kittle as well because what we've got um, potential quarterback change in San Francisco could be even Kirk Cousins. Um, you like that? I, I reckon it'd be good. He, lo- he loves uh, Kyle Rudolph in certain times of the year, so could be a Kittle 50-point game. Um, but yeah, I reckon top five or six pick for Kelsey. Mm. So if you're there at five, it's it's uh, in the mix. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You, you're pretty, pretty familiar with pick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. It feels like it's going to be hotly contested for who gets him next year. Um, you, you're obviously pretty familiar with pick one. Do you uh, do you go down the same path again next year and? What are your feelings towards Christian McCaffrey? Now, before you answer that, before you answer that, oh, race, sorry, sorry, um, sorry. Oh. Steve is Steve's working on some some stuff over in Perth, and he's just joined us from Perth. It's on three-hour delay, so we're, oh, we're gonna we almost got through the whole podcast without me doing it. It was almost the whole one. Oh, sorry, sorry to all the listeners out there, because odds are I'm not going to bother editing this out. That's um, good. All right, I'll rephrase that. Pick a hundred. What are you thinking? Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Definitely Hunter Renfro. 
Yeah, it's a good call. Does he, does he make his way onto the genuine draft board next year, do you reckon, off the strength of his season? Yeah. <laughs> no. Off being on a championship roster? Oh, sorry, he will. because <laughs> He will because of the enigma <laughs> that he is and the enigma <laughs> that he was this year. Someone with 100. I can see Dale drafting him because he knows his name. <laughs> yeah. Or Fitzy. Maybe Fitzy <laughs> needs to draft Hunter Renfro. Well, he, he used him this year for his aura and obviously mm. didn't didn't help much. He always, his average just went south. Hey, Reese, do you reckon Fitzy can make playoffs next year? Oh, it's always a chance, isn't it? Is it? What do you think he's lacking? Is it motivation? Is it preparation? What, are, what, do, you, what do you put it down to? Uh, it's, I reckon it's just a curse. <laughs> I think it. I think it's deep, like a, a deeper curse than one that even Andrew can lift. Oh, it's the most effective on this whole podcast. <laughs> in a in a totally unrelated topic, what is your stance on tattoos? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I guess well, not. Not really for me, but yeah. <laughs> what about like what about like on a wrist or something? Uh, yeah. Just like, like a, you know, a spray, like yeah, a picture of a, you know, a, a loved one, or <laughs> just just the word uh, like love or free or something. Yeah, that'll be about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Uh, we we so should do a straw poll on that. There's, I think there's some very polar opposite views in this in this pod. Um, so because you, wait, are you aware that Reese has a massive sleeve? <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, but I just, you know. <laughs> sure. I was unsure whether he's been brought into the loop of your your bet with Fitzy. Oh no, hey, Reese is Reese can hasn't heard. All right, so well, you'll find. I guess you'll find out when you hear the podcast. But let's just say there's a Fitzy tattoo at stake if he makes the playoffs next year, for at least one of the podcast members. Um, m- moving along, you um, you you kind of look back on the season, and obviously injuries have derailed the campaign a little bit. Um, you also managed to stack one of the strongest ever running back quartets, even though you can only play a maximum of three of them. Do you, given how the year played out, do you regret going so heavy on running back and refusing to address your other positions, or would you do the same again? I'd definitely do the same. Uh, looking back, I should have never traded, and I should have just run the waiver wire for uh, wide receivers because there was always going to be a like a boom performance there. Um, and I should have just stuck with the the heavy running backs or the room. Uh, you might not have won me yourself or Do you blame yourself or do you blame the, the eventual champion who coached you into a trade? No, that, that, it was all me. All me. Uh, I was just too in need of a big performance from a wide receiver because I was getting like, fives and sixes and I kept getting fives and sixes after the trade. So just on a bit differently with CMC, despite my numerous trade offers and I know you got a lot of other ones, you never trade him. Um, when you look at, so CMC and I think Michael Thomas were the two superstars that had long-term injuries. If you pick up a player early next year and he gets a long injury, Will you be looking at trading him or are you going to hold him again? Uh, uh, I'd probably hold CMC again. Uh, see, 
I've, I, my, I would normally be in the whole, I was when I had David Johnson pick one and I held in the whole year. I'm now in the categories like if you can get 90 cents on the dollar, just make the trade. Like you can't win fantasy with injured players. So there you go. If I, my pick one gets injured next year, it'll be on the block straight away. If yeah, you're okay. pick one, are you saying that you've already plugged oh, no, yourself in to pick one? Okay. It's, it's very dependent on your record at the time, I think. Oh, like yeah. If, if you, we've been through this, but if you're five and one and you've got CMC, there's no way you're trading him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely helps that I was just sort of plodding along, doing like winning, still keeping in touch. Mm. Um, yeah. Because that's, that's the tricky thing. It's, it's the, the want is to keep him, obviously, because if you do sell him, let's be honest, you're never going to get, well, you're often not going to get full value for what he is actually worth. Um, but when, you, when you're in touch like you were, the temptation is just to hold on and, and just take it another week and take it another week and see how close you can get. And it's good news. Like there was a, there was a time there where he was going to come back, like week 9, 10. And then he just like re-aggravated it. So if he comes back and plays the last six games, you, you're laughing. Um, not to be. Yeah, can't do fantasy. anything about it. It's yeah. Who, if you could kick someone out of the league, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> it's like asking this to people just to stir it up a bit. Oh, um, or well, what? I guess. The one person who won't listen to this, it would be Cam, right? <laughs> that's a good <laughs> point, actually. I can say yeah. Cam and I can be that that's freely sort of no one's gonna hear it. What to be what might actually what actually might shock you, Reese, is that Cam actually came on earlier this evening and yeah. put his five minutes in. So he might listen to this episode knowing that he's actually on. <laughs> so it could be the first of the season. Is he is he the type to just love a bit of his own work? Oh, like, yeah. is his house full of mirrors and pictures of himself? And... <laughs> it's just, uh, just the one-man <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so why he doesn't listen. He's too busy listening to his own podcast. Uh, so, Reese, have you got your tip for the Super Bowl? or And have you started putting your bets on it? Or your same-game multis on? I know you're a man who loves the same-game multi. Uh, so wait for the hour before kickoff to see where the money's coming for it. Uh, but I'd probably say as a bet, as a tip, uh, Kansas City. Who would you like to see win? Where's your heart? Uh, well, probably Kansas City because I there's enough Tom Brady rings. I, I feel like mm. make another dynasty. Yeah, no, no, don't want don't want to see it. You do want to see it stay in the AFC. Not, not a bit of like rivalry. If it can't be the charges, it can't be anyone. Uh, I'm not that sort of person. <laughs> Andrew no, might be. Push, push up all of their contracts so they lose all the good players and one of our teams has a chance in like four years' time. Yeah, there you go. Because they've just got Pat Mahomes on ridiculous dollars. So they'll have no one else on the team. How much are you going to put on the national anthem to be under one nineteen point five seconds? Uh, I'll probably go against that. I reckon. It's, it's, going already, dropped. it's already dropped yeah. to one eighteen, Steve. 
Yeah, yeah wait, just look, keep it coming, keep it coming. piling. I'll let yeah, it keep it, it dropping the time and then I'll get on the over. Um, yeah, well, yeah, so will we, but we'll also be on the under. So we'll get, if it middle. goes for like 113 seconds, we'll double up. With no risk. It's going to be brilliant. Middle. Um, I, I'm starting my own, just telling everyone about this. Get everyone on. It's the way to people. It's going to be the game stop of the NFL betting where we just, we take down the betting company. <laughs> the diamond hands. Yeah, that's, that's me. Have, have, have you guys, you guys would be, I reckon, I'm looking at the commission, Reese, particularly. I reckon you guys would be Wall Street Bets Reddit users, are you? Sort of go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I, I was aware of the Reddit, but I, I didn't know about GameStop until it was too late, unfortunately. Might not be too late. Could still be going. It dropped like 100 bucks today. Just dropped <laughs> 30%. <laughs> I taught my brother how to buy it yesterday, so I'm glad to hear that. Um, I did say short it yesterday, actually, but he, he but they're frozen out. The, no, no, he's like, oh, it, it, we, it's the exact same conversation we had two years ago about crypto. Yeah. And anyway, um, on, on a, on a, I, I don't know. I said don't buy it, and it turned out to be probably not the greatest advice to give, although it was for most of the last two years. Just, yeah. Um, yeah, other I, the other I guess big question of Super Bowl is um, have you taken Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off work? Oh, yeah, how, how hard it's, do you plan it's, on going? It's a big one. Have, have you, um, so go ahead. Oh, I was just, yeah, you go actually. It's probably you keep leading me. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was just gonna, I'm sure it's exactly where you were going as well. I was just going to ask whether you preemptively checked yourself into rehab or anything for the following weekend just to oh. sort of get yourself sorted out after what is, you know, bound to be a big day. I guess I'm building the groove in the couch pretty well so I can just slide straight in. Oh, have you preemptively booked a booth for 3 p.m. at Hats and Tats? Unfortunately, Hats and Tats is no more. I cannot go to Hats and oh. Tats anymore. <laughs> For those of yeah, the a victim of COVID in South Melbourne that Reese would frequent, I'd say two to three times a week pre-COVID. Really, you've lost your local. It's not really local, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so talk, talk us through this. I know this isn't exactly what the Ocho Bowl podcast was designed for, but <laughs> tell us about. This Lucky I'm the last one, just before all the reveals. So, so where do you live? I live in Caulfield. So, so why are you going to South Melbourne to a random bar multiple times a week? Oh, we knew the guys that run it. Oh. That's a bit of a boring answer. I was expecting something <laughs> yeah. a little more spicy. So, there's a, a bit more debauchery can occur without, I don't know, anyone saying anything. Right, okay. I no, mean, not like a... i the black armband you're currently wearing around your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in memoriam uh, no yeah not like a upper class sort of place like Melbourne public that we've been con to going to now two years in a row it's going to be good although we've got it's the private venue this year so if you don't like it it's nothing against Melbourne public and if you do like it it's Melbourne public so <laughs> I think it's getting too late. Our brains are stopping working. One final question. Um, well, it's really more a platform. 
uh, you're, you're the last person to come on the pod, which means you've got absolute free reign with no possible chance for anyone to write a reply. What would you like to say ahead of 2021 to your fellow Ocho Bowl competitors? Or maybe to us, if you just want to give us a bit of a spray. A few people have taken the opportunity to do that. Uh, I'll be honest. I won't say anything now. I'll just wait till I have a few beers on the Super Bowl and then I'll just be a bit of a cunt to everyone. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fantastic and it's a great way to finish. Thanks very much for the year, Reese. Thanks for joining us on the pod and uh, looking forward to having a beer with you next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. And I can't wait to hear Andrew's little reveals later on. <laughs> And of course, the big news we want to get into is uh, changes for the Ocho Bowl next season. So I'll go through some of the poll results. Uh, That's going to make a drum one, roll. Uh, yeah, no, um, that. So Kenny's favourite, the kickers, get rid of them with uh, 66%, 8 out of 12 votes. They're gone. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's fine. I like kickers. Uh, Dale wouldn't be able to pick spot. a team if we didn't have kickers. I asked what 100% everyone wants it to stay. It's staying. Good. Um, should we add another Deep. starting position? Um, this was a bit all over the shop, but uh, so Superflex and a third wide receiver both got three votes. So I think just we'll add third receiver and then look at adding another position from there next year if people still want Superflex, I think. Take it slow. Got to give Fitzy time to update his sheets 11 minutes before the draft. <laughs> Is it um, just – was there any other positions voted for as changes to the league? Like, yeah, so did anyone so, give me a new running back or something? Uh, no, so we got um, third wide receiver and second flex got one. Third wide receiver and super flex got one. Second flex and a super flex got one. Punter got one. And <laughs> uh, keep it the same got one. So um, I think... Just given given there was... Can I make a suggestion? Given there was three for super flex and three for third wide receiver, yeah. is it worth putting the vote of either of those or nothing to the league or just on like a poll or something and seeing... Yeah, actually, that's probably a better. Yeah, I might because well, there's some other stuff that we're going to have to have people decide on. So, I'll make a separate poll just for some supplementary people. survey. Love supplementary it. Supplementary survey. Um, so switching to an auction draft. Um, no, got eight votes. Oh, Keeney, look at him. He's broken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, loving. You, the <laughs> listeners at home, Keeney is not happy. Like. He's still snapping the pen in his hand. He um, rolled his Yao Min basketball off the out of the case <laughs> as he stormed out. It's a globe, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I just thought assumed it was Yao Ming, so it's like you everything's big and it's normal size. <laughs> uh, but we did get eighty uh, percent, oh sixty-six percent, so eight out of twelve voting yes for a keeper. Um, so we'll have to work Ooh. on some options, and we can add that into the. Um, thing well, that uh, on, the, on, on the keeper commission so let's just be clear for the for the listeners out there it will be a keeper starting from next year so you can't keep anyone from your 2020 roster correct yeah exactly so it would yeah, be players in 2022 that you've drafted in 2021 um 
10 out of 12 people were fine with paying $25 or so for a championship belt or trophy. And then eight people were fine. Uh, the preferred option was a belt. So I look at that during the off season and work out that. Um, 10, most people were 10 out of 12 interested in increasing entry to $75 per year to, uh, so we'd have more random other prizes. Um, so the one that most people seemed interested in was highest weekly score. So like 10 or 20 bucks or whatever, once I work it out. Um, then different challenges each week sort of got five. So I think the main one's highest weekly score and then probably do that next year and then see how people feel about it. We might change it up if people want to do it a bit differently. Um, with the lowest scorers playing, is lowest scoring player paying a fine. It was a bit over the shop. Um, yes, kind of one, but I think I might just leave that off next year because we're paying a bit extra for entry for the championship belt and then uh, maybe the year after bring that in as well. Um, most people happy with NFL.com. So um, as long as we can do the keeper stuff on there, then um, stay there. Um, if we do move, Sleeper was the number one choice. So how many there. votes How many votes did Move get and how many votes did Sleeper get out of curiosity? Uh, so two votes So two votes to Move it, so that was, and then it was if we then move. <laughs> was that Manny Keeney? I reckon that was Manny Keeney. Probably. Um, and then, so then it was, if we did Move it, where would you like it to be on? And there was pretty much just five votes for Sleeper and no one else answered it. Um, the rivalry game only one person voted no uh, so I've got the rivalries here um, so myself and Reese, Ben and Fitzy Havers and Cam uh, Woodsy and Keeney Camo sorry, or Camo and Fitzy uh, Camo and Manny and Jared and Dale wow that, that really pairs off nicely does. actually like, uh, there's none there. You know when, like, the AFL do rivalry round and there's a couple of fixtures that like, are just... Not really really this. Really Freo really VGWS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the historical rivalry of the Freo and GWS sides. There's none there. I reckon they're all the gen. That's, that's good. Yeah, Worked like out it. well. Yeah, and then um, to there being a, like, refixture for the round before playoffs, um, three people voted yes, everyone else voted no, so that went in come in so uh, yeah main thing so some sort of keeper system which i'll work up some option uh options um and then third receiver or third receiver and super flex um or one of the other i'll do that and then yeah i mean well we went through it all but i mean should be some big changes next year yeah nice very exciting well, stuff for the most part and quite happy with those trade those changes yeah, yeah or lack of changes a bit of continuity as well it's not like it's a new league no, it's good to have the kickers back and pumped <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us who voted for a punter uh yes that actually would be interesting like as funny as it is like <laughs> it's a new it's like a new strategy to it how do you get points for that <laughs> Uh, net yards or something. Yard or something. Imagine if it was like a point per yard. <laughs> It'd be the punter decides the game every week. Punters would be first rounders. The Australian bloke could go pretty high. 
Which one, Dixon? Yeah. There's a couple of good Aussies these days. Yeah. Cam used to Aaron, work with Aaron Sipos. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Sipos. Sipos. I can find it, but I cannot find where I put it at the moment. Let's come yeah. on, don't worry. Well, yeah. we'll um we'll have to leave that for next season's podcast, I guess. All right. Well, it looks like we'll have a few changes for next year, but uh, but for the most part, we will have the same Ocho Bowl back in 2021, which is fantastic because it's what we all love. Been a bit of a marathon, boys. How are you feeling? Good, fresh. Yeah, I could go another. <laughs> the haircut's looking fresh. <laughs> so fresh. Yeah, I could go another nine uh, interviews. We'll do some post Super Bowl ones next week. I think. Do, do you regret not becoming a journalist, either of you? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be better than what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Woodsy, might be better at it because uh, he's not a fan of your drafting. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay. Um, uh, well, look, uh, I guess we before we finish off, there's one thing we we didn't give ourselves a platform. We gave everyone else one. Kamish, uh, have you got any any wise words you want to leave the the group with before we wrap up for the year? Oh, no, I mean I'm not a outspoken man like Woodsy and Dale. I just do my talking on the Ocho Bowl pitch. Just <laughs> take another trophy and just collect my winnings and buy some shots at the Super Bowl. Very good. I do like that you say I'm not outspoken. I, I'm not into big speeches other than the 20-minute dialogue that I read through after I won the championship. Um, what about yourself, Kenny? No, nah, nothing major. Just um, looking forward to the, the rivalry round with the old mate hipster, meat and potatoes himself. Um, I think it's <laughs> it's it's going uh, to be a nice little rivalry and I'm looking forward to some many a side bet in the future. So bring that on, no problem. Uh, it sounds good. And look, for, for, this is this is the moment that I probably would typically rag on about three championships, but I won't. What I will say is thank <laughs> you to the two of you for a uh, for a, for a very uh, like a very big season, I think, both on and off the field. But it, it's been a pleasure having you both on the podcast. Um, it's been it's been fun and made I think the Ocho Bowl a little more interesting, even more so than it is normally, which it's, it's usually a pretty big part of summer. So thank you, boys. It's been a pleasure. Looking forward to getting up in September and doing it all again. Yep. No worries. Thanks, Steve and, uh, and Kamish. It's been, uh, it's been good fun the, the first year uh, with the podcast. I've enjoyed it. Looking forward to it next year. I assume it goes ahead. I hope we're still the host. But <laughs> oh, geez, I don't know about you know that. What? You know what would be fitting given that uh, the feedback we've received about our uh, hosting skills is we just ignore that and just, just follow <laughs> on, just continue on the way we've been doing it because that's that what will, the people want. So that will, yeah, That's what the people expect, clearly. Yeah, exactly. No, it's been good. And um, enjoy the Super Bowl, boys. Should be a good game. Kamish? Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Been having fun on the podcast. And, yeah, look forward to next year or this year, I guess. Oh, and looking forward to come on, Fitzy. It's your year, mate. You can do it. <laughs> Ruby, 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 Ruby.